trouble getting some this. Oh, crap well, out on us? We'll be recording this in two parts, so. Ooh. We'll when we get done little, with the first one, yeah, when we get done with the first one, we'll we'll make sure it's good. Isn't the first one going to be the longest though? I don't know. Oh, okay. We're gonna I figured, do a, we, I figured I think we, we should do all of this. No, I think then... we should take a break halfway and then come back. Oh wow! Are you yeah. tell me that now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we do all our best planning as we start recording. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the best time to plan your podcast in the introduction. Hey, how's it going? Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Never Seen Any of This. I'm Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm Raymond. And uh, we didn't particularly watch a movie this week no it's our another recap episode Re- yeah our uh september one went was it like two and a half hours yeah, yeah it definitely won't be that long yeah no this, no this one will not be that long but we do have yeah, again of... andy has the most <laughs> i don't i feel like i have like you gotta just a that third of what i had last time no that's true but you still have the most yeah that's Sorry, fine, which is fine. I'm I mean, a connoisseur. Of we just media, learned that you just watch cinema, movies, cinema. watch movies while you're working. So no wonder you have more. To I'm watch. not going to talk about those movies. <laughs> no, that's okay. They're sad. <laughs> Good, but sad. Got into a habit of watching incredibly sad movies, not at work. No, yeah, you're right. That would Sorry. be bad. Yeah, Why you don't you watch do those at work. You're right. You do Sorry. those on your paid lunch no. break. Yes. <laughs> exactly. In the bathroom. <laughs> when we worked at Walmart, you took ten minute poops. Every hour. <laughs> yeah. Sam Walton, if you're listening to this, you, Get his ass. you paid me to shit. All right. We should have calculated how much money you made on the toilet. <laughs> it's probably a lot. Not enough. No. Not it enough never for, is. Not enough for the bullshit that I had to put up with in that job. That's true. All right. Well, it's, at this point, it's been like almost three weeks since we've talked about things we watched separately. Yeah. Sure, because we yeah. did Knives Out and we decided to not talk about stuff on my, the Knives mm-hmm. Out episode. We did so. not meet the week before, so we've right. got we've got a build-up. Yeah, we got quite a... I mean, mainly... You? <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to make a reference that November we built up for December. Oh, right. We're not making And that. now it's all releasing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all releasing now. Flowing? Andy had... I, I mean, you have the most because Raymond and I didn't really watch anything when it was time to talk about or Knives Out. And we were like, we right. should wait a week because Raymond and I haven't seen anything. Okay. Right. And you just had more time to watch more things. So. I think I only watched one more thing that I would talk about. Oh, okay. So. Right. <laughs> and I got through, I, during my Thanksgiving break, I got, was able to get through a couple things. That's why I have a couple What's a couple Thanksgiving break? To, I mean, it's the perks of being a teacher. Yeah. I had to those work, breaks. I had to work on Thanksgiving. I had the day off. But yeah, I watched just things during that day, I guess. Watch out at the end of December First week of January, I'm getting two weeks off. I'm going to have a ton of things to talk about. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. We can get Death Stranding, and you're going to come over. We're just going to That'll that. take all t- the two weeks yeah. up right there. There we go. That is like a movie. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I've heard. It's a better movie yeah. than a game. Can't wait. All right. More on that probably later this month. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're bringing back the classic format of spin the wheel spin the wheels see who gets to talk sammy's sammy's little doohickey app yeah i'm again it's uh google wheel of names i didn't make it don't sue me google well google didn't make it either yeah. wheel of names did wheel of names don't sue me we love it it and keeps us on track we're ready All are right. we are we yeah let's, all right let's raymond do you how many do we first? have how many are there i don't know a lot Okay, well, when we get about halfway, we're going to stop and do a, a different segment. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Hit it. I hit it. There's no There's sound. There's no sound. Cool. That's okay. I don't think we could hear it on the click, last one. Click, anyway. click, boom. Click. Click, boom. Click, boom. Ooh. All right. Sweet. 
Oh. <laughs> this is us, but not Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, because it's been three weeks now, there have now been three new episodes of The Mandalorian. And so, four in total of a seven? Eight. Eight episode show. Yeah, so halfway through now. We're halfway through. And I did hear, someone said this, and you can probably confirm it, but the reason that they're doing week to week is because it's going to relate to the Skywalker movie. Yeah, apparently, oh, really? apparently, well, they're com- they come out with an episode early that week. Mm. It's coming out on the Wednesday of the week that The Rise of Skywalker comes out. Uh-huh. Um, so that'd be like the last episode of the season? No, oh. it's not. There's one more after that. Oh. And so it's going to be the, the episode seven will come out the day before the rise of skywalker so you're saying i'm gonna have to watch that one before i go see rise of skywalker apparently it's gonna have have homework before i go see that movie and apparently it's gonna have like a sneak peek type thing attached as well that's not necessary but it's like the next but it will relate or is it just because of that sneak peek? i think apparently it will relate it's just is it gonna be like the agents of shield tie-ins with maybe maybe yoda will be in skywalker no i feel like i feel like the mandalorian is more involved than those were because like agents of shield they were like yeah go ahead go make your show Uh, Uh, marvel tv and marvel movies didn't talk to each other but like the mandalorian is like movie budget right and the marvel shows that are coming out on disney plus are going to direct now yeah i'm upset about that be directly related to the movies Uh, yeah so Guess I'm getting so yeah, they'll they'll pull a like a group kind of thing where there's Baby Yoda and Mandalorian. There will be Teenage Yoda and Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe I saw a thing that was really funny because he's supposed to be 50, mm-hmm. Baby Yoda. I've heard about so that. So the yeah. people were like talking about how like wise Yoda is because he's like 600. But if you do the math, he's really not that old. If he was a baby when he was 50, if that's how the that his species grows, oh. so he was like 30 <laughs> when Yoda died. Oh. So he wasn't that much of a wise man. I guess. So weird. He's a, he's a piece of shit. Did you guys hear about Yoda was a piece of shit? That's what I want to say. Oh, cool. <laughs> Did you guys hear about Laura Dern and Baby Yoda? Oh she no. Made those reference to I just Yoda. know Werner Herzog thinks he's real. No, no, no. It's better than that. <laughs> okay, good. So there was a, like a red carpet uh, thing that Laura Dern. Oh, it was for Little Women, I think. There uh-huh. was a red carpet premiere, and some was Baby Yoda there. <laughs> No, somebody no. Asked, was asking Lord Dern. They were like, oh. you're in The Last Jedi. You know, you're in the Star Wars universe. Baby Yoda is the biggest trend. Have you seen Baby Yoda? And she went, oh, yes, I, I did see Baby Yoda. And he was like, oh, really? And she was like, yeah, I saw him at a basketball game. Uh-huh. And the interviewer was like, excuse what? me? And she just smiled and went, that's all I'm going to say about that. And so what? <laughs> people can't figure out what the hell it's she's like, talking about. There was a clip from, I think it was like Vanity Fair. Someone was asking every person about yeah. Baby Yoda. And it was like, they asked Elizabeth Moss about it. And she was like, oh yeah, it's great. I saw that with a tweet a tweet that was captioned, great, Baby Yoda's a Scientologist. Because uh, <laughs> she was like, we're all united by Baby Yoda yeah. or some shit like that. Uh-huh. But yeah, no. Basketball game, I'm... What? <laughs> Nobody knows what the hell she's talking about. And she just like smiled and went, that's all I'm going to say about that. And moved Good. on. And it's like, Laura Dern is a treasure. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So now I will, anyway. I want to talk a little bit about um, some of the things I have a problem with Mandalorian at okay. this point. Mandalorian problems. Mandalorian problems. You better watch yourself, um, partner. And I, I kind of had this like worry about it watching the first couple episodes. And then it kind of really confirmed with the fourth episode and I, I won't try, I try, I'm going to try not to spoil anything because Raymond hasn't seen Don't it. Don't you dare. The, none of the plots or storylines are anything new. Yeah. Every episode story arc is something that's already been done before. I think it's really heavily like it's homaging. It's doing but, homages to other stuff, but it's so heavy that it's like. Almost just a 
redo. You know, like there's a point yeah. where it's not an homage and just like you're redoing a storyline. Mm. And that so it's a storyline ever I've seen before, but with the skin of Star Wars on it. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, I'm still loving it because it has the skin of Star Wars on it. And they're doing it really well, mm-hmm. but I've yet to see anything like new. Like everything that happens, you're like, I know what's going to happen next. Like, oh, he, I, I won't spoil anything. <laughs> I won't spoil anything. But like, oh, he's going to go do this, but he won't because you know that he'll do this instead because that's how the story is going to play out. And that's exactly how it plays out. Yeah. Like, oh, these people are in trouble. Well, I know exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's how it plays out. So that's where I'm, I'm a little uh, disappointed a little bit with the show. But I mean, again, it's like movie quality Star Wars that I'm, I'm loving. Mm-hmm. And I love all the characters in it. I think they're doing a really good job with the characters. But I, that's my one hold up right now with it is that None of it's been anything new. I think Except for the stuff with the Mandalorians. Learning about the Mandalorians yeah. is all new, which is great, but the story so far has been stuff that I've always I think my favorite before. episode of the series has been episode three, because that was a lot of like bounty hunter stuff. Bounty hunter, and it was Mandalorian very, stuff. It was very Werner Herzog and Carl Weathers heavy, uh, yes. episode three. John so, Favreau shows up. Cool. Yeah. So I, I think that episode three is definitely my favorite, and episode four is by far my least favorite. Yeah, because that's when it confirmed, like, oh, this is literally just a storyline that we've seen in a Western, we've seen in any, like, and TV it, show. Like, and it we've seems seen... like it's moving into, like, okay, here's going to be our story of the week now. Uh-huh. And so, like, each episode is not going to be as connected as the first three were. You know what I mean? So I was reading a critique Maybe, online yeah. that was, like, if someone who had seen all the current episodes were saying they thought it felt more like the first two or three episodes where it could have been, like, a like a movie all together. And now it felt like with like the newest episode, that's really them like starting the, the show. First Everything okay, else was yeah. like a I prequel that. to that. Yeah. yeah I, especially the first two episodes could have been mm-hmm. one episode. It sure. almost should have been one episode. And the, the fourth episode is, was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh yeah. She's not in it, but it's the first thing she's directed. And it's the first thing of like any sort of notice that she's, mm-hmm. she's directed some shorts before, Sure, uh-huh. but it really felt like somebody who was directing their first thing. Uh, it, she didn't get any pointers from dad? No. I mean, <laughs> a lot of the, like, blocking and the action uh-huh. and, like, a lot of that stuff is really cool. And mm-hmm. there's some really cool action sequences and cool stuff that happens in the yeah. episode. Again, the special effects and the production of it is great. Nice. But it just seems like every time a character goes to talk, it's like, what? That Was that the first take? Uh, <laughs> like, the acting, I felt, was really, really weird except for baby yoda killed it every time yeah uh, i mean baby yoda's perfect (laughs) um so yeah i mean again still loving the show but that's my one disappointment with it so far yes i'm definitely gonna continue watching oh yeah like i still get excited for every episode oh yeah i need to see this goddamn show this i mean it's the first show in a while i mean even Game of Thrones, there were times where I didn't watch it like as soon as it came out. But this one is one where I'm like, I'm if not if not the day I watch yeah. it, the next uh. like as soon as I possibly can. So to show that I haven't done that with for a long time, so. and I'm concerned because like it's over. I think the beginning of, I think the end of December is mm. when the last episode's gonna sure. air. Yeah. And then, like, there's not a announced second season. Or I thought no- it already got picked up for a well, season. Well, yes, but, like, we don't know when it's coming. Oh, right. right. And I don't think the first of the Marvel shows is happening until this fall. So it's like, right. are we going to get another show that people are going to Is everyone going to cancel their Disney Plus? And then yeah. Then- no, I don't think that's the case. No. <laughs> no but- yeah, it's funny that they would lead with, like, one show that has a very like, short have- time frame. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series. That's also going to be over. Oh, but we, haven't, we haven't started it yet, so we can watch we it week watch, to week. You're right. Once The Mandalorian's over. After The Mandalorian, then we can start up High School Musical, the musical, the series. The podcast. The podcast. <laughs> podcast, right. Yeah. All right. Well, 
You heard so, it. You heard it here. Stay tuned for High School, the musical, the musical, the series, the podcast. Can't wait. So yeah, um, halfway through Mandalorian, and I'm excited for it to, if it yeah. connects to Rise of Skywalker, that'll be cool. Uh, I heard a really interesting thing that like a lot of the show apparently is not filmed on sets or location, mm. but it looks like it is. Oh. Because they developed a new technology that's like, it's like a Omni-Dome. Oh, I saw I saw that. Where it's, it's like, like a box, but it look it like it moves looks 3D. with the camera. Yes. So John Favreau's turned into another James Cameron, where he's just like filming shit to invent new technology. So like, yeah. if you shoot somebody on it, it tracks where the camera is. Uh-huh. So if the camera moves, the background will move with it seamlessly. So it looks like they're in a full 3D environment, but they're yeah. just standing against like a backdrop. Uh, yeah. I, uh, there's a YouTube channel I watch called Corridor Digital, where oh, they yeah. they got to go visit it, and they they're gonna they're gonna release an, a video of it soon of them and, actually getting to use it so. and like i didn't notice that it felt like they were building, oh yeah no yeah, they were building sets and going to all these locations uh, and apparently so cool. like a large portion of it was shot in this box neat that's yeah pretty cool. so that is cool technology right. man i i like the show a lot i'm excited to see where it goes halfway through pretty track record is three out of four yeah are really good yeah so. nice. <laughs> that's good yeah all righty next one next, next one. one up sammy here we go hit, no sound hit. Hit me. Come on. Hit him. Hit me. What's it going to be? Oh, Raymond. All right. Oh. I saw this a long time ago. Yeah, I, I noticed on, on uh, Letterboxd you were the only person I had in common who had seen this. <laughs> yeah. Boys, I have not seen this yes. movie. Yes. Uh, so I saw a couple weeks ago uh, Bad Words, which is an R-rated comedy about Jason Bateman. Who, and a spelling bee. Yeah, he's an adult entering a spelling bee. It is his directorial debut, yes, is it not? Yes, it is. Uh, I did not love it. It's a totally, in, like, it's a passable, fine time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, not, it's it's a mixed movie. I remember having some, like, laugh out loud moments yes. in it, but I, I would agree with what your feelings uh, overall about that it, movie, yeah. What I can remember from right. it. Right. It, it's, like, there's, there's no coming for how it was shot or lit or anything like that. All of Jason Bateman's directorial stuff in it, great. But the problem is, I remember seeing the trailer for it, and it was, like, right during uh, Jason Bateman's, like, I wouldn't say renaissance, but, like, right up his, like, upping his movie career back up from Arrested Development, where he started right. appearing in a bunch of movies And I think I watched it when I started yeah. to watch, like, really getting Arrested Development, uh-huh. was when this movie came out, and I was like, yes! And then I was like, oh, okay. It, it hits. <laughs> and now he's doing Ozark. Yeah. Yeah. Winning Emmys for Ozark. Yeah. Right. Which, that's his new baby. Which yeah. he's, like, he produces it, he writes it, he stars in it, and he's directing episodes of you it. You watch that? No. Oh. Have you? Yes. Oh, okay. I've watched all of it. Oh. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it gets a little too convoluted at times, I think, trying to be, like, a new Breaking Bad. Right. Where like, everything has to tie it, yeah. in and be a thing. He's gonna... But like he's going to star in that new uh, HBO series that's based off the Stephen King book, The, the, the Outsider. In, the Outsider. Ooh, I'm yeah. excited for that. It, the trailer looks good. It, him and Ben Mendelsohn? Oh, yes. Oh, so, yeah. Yes, uh, bad Words, the best part of the movie is Jason Bateman getting to be a dick to children, which is what <laughs> they sold the movie on. That's what the yeah. trailer is. That's, but that's what you want. Unfortunately, that's not really the movie. Uh-oh. It's like, that's like a third of the movie, and the other two thirds of the movie is like a sad, introspective thing of like, why is this man who's doing an adult? This? Yeah, why is he doing this? And yeah. it spends most of the movie being like, why is this man doing this? And it's like very sad and just like, it's like an indie movie. Stop it. <laughs> get some, get some. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember liking the relationship with him and the kid. Yeah. In it. I think they did a For good, the most part, that's yeah. good. There's yeah. a lot of jokes about him being Indian, which it's uh, like, it's like a payoff for the end for the kid to like freak out at him and say bad words. <laughs> but 
It's oh, not. It's not a good bad words. It's not a very good payoff for how many yeah. times he's like he makes a joke about like praising cows or like uh, other yeah. Indian stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. this this is weird for you to be directing this movie and like also be like, yeah, that's a funny joke for like the fifth time in ninety Yikes. minutes. Ugh. But overall, it's a totally passable time. If, the reason why everyone likes Jason Bateman at this point is because he's very quick witted. And he can like he plays a smarmy douchebag mm-hmm. incredibly well, yeah. And he knows it, so like his timing is. If you ever need someone to like punch up a scene or have a response to anything, he is the perfect guy to go to. So that's if you want a movie where he just like has quick one-liners to like shitty things to say, mm-hmm. perfect. Which it does that, and there's very funny scenes and bad words, but a lot of it is just like a sad, like <laughs> introspective movie about oh yeah, this guy's dad left him and. That's why he's doing the spelling bee. It's like, oh, boy, okay. <laughs> it almost this sounds... Not this <laughs> Like, the premise of it sounds like it shouldn't have been rated R. It sounds like it should have been, like, a family movie. Like, a guy goes to be in the spelling bee and, right, like... it feels very Hijinks ensue. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, but it's, yeah, it's rated... It's a hard R movie. For a good reason. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah, a lot yeah. of adult right. things. Right, there. exactly. So that's... Yeah, the premise makes it seem like, oh, it should be, like, mm-hmm. a fun family comedy, but then it's like, right. oh, no. <laughs> but it's oh, like, no. It, either that or it goes the entire opposite way where it's, like, a hard R comedy where, like, it's constantly him being just an asshole... The yeah. whole time, which he is, but it's not... A lot of it's just, like, introspective think piece about, like, oh, isn't it weird that this guy's doing this thing? Right. Like, well, this isn't... This is this is not funny. This isn't comedy. <laughs> but, you know, if, if this is what gave him the keys to making Ozark, being trusted with making his own show, I like Ozark. It, as messy as it is, it's, like, him getting to do a thing he wants to do, and it gets to be, like, Jason Bateman playing like a drug kingpin, but I'm all about it. Yeah. So I'm happy for him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just wish he would do more. Yeah. I always want more Jason Bateman. Always more Jason Bateman. I've never, I haven't watched any of the newer seasons of Arrested Development. Have those They're been bad. good? It's okay. not, it's not right. his fault. They're just, I they right the steam. Home, but Yeah. I watched the one where it was, each episode was a, uh, about, or each couple episodes was just focused on one character. That's the original. They right, and I did re-edited not it, like and I it. heard it was only like slightly better. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's I I watched half of that. So it was, the, it was season four of Arrested Development, right. the revival season. Yeah, where they couldn't afford to have everyone in in place at the same time, or everyone was too busy because they'd all been more way more famous in the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. So they just like. The whole joke is kind of it's like they're hour long episodes almost. Uh-huh. They're like every character, but they all tie in together. Right. Yeah, and it, it's okay. It's yeah. a little. The episodes are too long because the original show is only like twenty two minutes. Yeah. And they become fifty nine minute episodes, uh-huh. and they're only like one character at a time. But then they recut it to be. I mean, it took him like two years for Mitch Hurwitz to do that. Yeah. And it's. I mean, it was it was partially like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a fun experiment, and also everyone hated the way I put out the show, so here's a new way to do it, and it's, uh, and like it fits the theme of the, like the flow of the show better, but to tie it all together, it becomes like eighty percent voiceover uh-huh. by Ron Howard to like, and while this character's doing this, this character's doing that, and like they tie them all together. Yeah. Although there is some funny <laughs> moments where they like they refilmed a couple things with like Henry Winkler. And he's very clearly on, like, a green screen. And it's, like, references... Like, he's referencing that he's not actually in the shot with anyone. Oh, my God. Which, those are really funny. And yeah. And it, it makes... I feel like it makes the storytelling in the season better. But almost an entire episode 
is just narration of this character did this and this character did this because uh, they have to tie so much of it together at yeah. once. And then I heard the new, because they did a new, new season after yeah. that, and yeah. I hear it's like really bad. Uh, yeah, that's that also sucks. what I heard. I didn't bother watching it. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because Arrested Development, the first three seasons, is one of my favorite things so ever put good. out. Yeah. I own them on DVD because I've never put them out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't watch them according to Andy, so. What? Because they're on DVD. standard F only. You can buy them digitally. You can, you can watch them on Netflix. There. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, but he bought them on DVD, but he's never opened it because he's not allowed to watch them. It's okay. You can have them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Just make sure. Just like, don't let me catch you watching them. <laughs> oh, boy. This is terrible. I'm, so, just, I'm, just, I'm just joking. You're not, but go ahead. <laughs> click no. the click Okay, the my turn. <laughs> next, next spin. Next spin. <laughs> I don't know why the sound's not working. Oh, well. Oh, oh, good. Oh. I'm glad we're on. Oh, <laughs> this won't be long. I put the no, on as a joke. 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, as with Disney Plus, we were talking about earlier, uh, one of the wonderful, many wonderful things on it is original Disney Channel shows yeah. that I have not watched in almost 20 years, uh, including what used to be one of my favorite shows, Lizzie McGuire. Oh, sure. So you watch yeah. that show all the time. So me and... That uh, movie still holds up. That's a great movie. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hey now, hey now. I don't know if it holds up, but it's still a good movie. This is, <laughs> this is what dreams are made of. Yeah. Like, if I ever saw the guy who played Palo on the street... You'd still I'd punch him in the face. Sock him in the face, yeah. yeah. What he deserves. Absolutely. Um, but me and Emily have been like, you want to watch just like six episodes of Lizzie McGuire in a row? Man, it's... It is such a nostalgia shock uh-huh. to watch that show. Right. It is like really, really bad editing techniques, mm-hmm. but it works so well for what it is. Uh-huh. And I think the show was so popular because it was like it was different than anything else right. Disney Channel was putting out. Uh, I noticed that like the parents in that show I, work really well because they feel like they would actually be parents that you knew right. in real life. Yeah. Like it's still they're nice doofuses. Yeah, I, I mean it's the de- it's the guy it's from. Robert Carradine, yeah. yeah, the nerd, the main nerd from Return, uh, Revenge of the Nerds, yeah, and so like is a really relatable show, especially when you're like in elementary school or middle school. Uh, I remember liking it a lot. What I don't remember is watching the episode that features uh, Aaron Carter, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and uh, what a treat <laughs> that is. Yeah, he's not in ninety eight percent of the episode. The premise is that he's in town filming his christmas music video but it's in july because that's how hollywood works Mm -hmm. and so uh lizzie and her friends are trying to sneak onto the set so they can meet aaron carter because lizzie's going to fall in love with aaron carter but what they don't know is that lizzie's dad got backstage passes by meeting a friend at work who worked for aaron carter (laughs) and so they sneak out to go sneak onto the set when they just told the truth. They could have got him for free of the whole course. time. They all they had to do was tell the truth. Well, it ends up they all get in trouble and get locked away on this very like this set that's in the middle of suburban America. Mm-hmm. Like just a there's a studio lot in the middle of this town where Aaron Carter has come to film a music video for some reason. Right. Yeah. Like I don't know where the show is set, but it's not set in like L.A. So <laughs> for some reason, Aaron Carter is there filming on this movie studio. It all checks out to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but the best part is that in the last five minutes of the episode, Aaron Carter finally shows up. Lizzie accidentally bumps into him on the set, and he walks out. He seems very high or drunk or something. Uh-oh. Mumbles through his lines, uh... notices mistletoe, and goes, 
Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire. And gives her a kiss on the lips. Oh. <laughs> and then it just happens to transition into a music video of him singing, I want candy. It's probably to tie in with like the premiere of that music video. It's not a Christmas song, no. but oh. it's a Christmas music video yes, it for is. I Want Candy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just, it was a beaut, it was a beaut seeing just having the clip, Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> stuck in my in my memory so Ugh. that was a fun little trip down memory lane i feel like i'm gonna have that same kind of nostalgia trip when i eventually watch even steven because that was the one oh, that i they watched were at the same time. time one yeah. of the first things yeah. i watched on disney plus was influenza the musical that episode of even stevens the full <laughs> yeah. musical oh, right? yeah. so, so that <laughs> yeah. holds up incredibly well <laughs> good so yeah, uh, I've been watching some Lizzie McGuire on my dad. <laughs> good. <laughs> sure. Keep you not at work though. No. You're no. Never at work. I wasn't not watching that at work. Okay. I'm no, watching that, that with Emily. Like, uh, are you sure? I don't watch anything at work, Sandy. <laughs> Andy? Okay. All right. Just making sure. If you were, it definitely wasn't the Aaron Carter episode. Of right. Yeah. 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 Definitely was not. If that's if you wa- if you watched anything, it wasn't that. But you don't watch anything. Not at work. No. Right. Okay. That's what I'm just. I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Clearing that up. All right. For all, our all, right. all right, next one. Let's move on. Hey, now. <laughs> Can't sing too much of that. We'll get copyright. Yeah. What do you think the ending song of this episode is going to be? Oh, no. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, sweet. Oh, fuck yes. This didn't go in the order that I was hoping. This is what happens when we do it. But that's okay. <laughs> Watchmen show. Raymond, I got some bad news. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched the first episode. <laughs> I'm no longer the only person who's seen... This incredible show. No, it's just me. I'm the asshole. Yep, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I feel I still feel like an asshole because there's already been seven episodes. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, I only got to watch like three more. Nope, there are seven episodes already, and I've only watched one of them. Yeah. But it was great. As as a fan of the Watchmen comic, and a fan of good television, th- I can just describe this show as Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss. That's all I've heard. It's that's excellent. It is it's, so good. The references to Watchmen are so well done. Like they're not like in yeah. your face at all. They're like, oh, you really only really catch them as long if you've like seen the show. There is one part that I'm like, or just read the book. Sorry, uh, read the graphic novel, and there's the the dropping of the the squids. I feel like is only if you've. <laughs> Read, it makes make, absolutely makes no sense. Makes no sense unless you've read the, I will, the graphic novel. I will say. Or seen the movie. No, I guess not even seen the movie. Only if you've read the graphic novel would be the dropping of squids make any sense. Yeah. My 70-year-old grandfather loves TV. He loves watching HBO shows. He did not know Watchmen was based on a comic. Right. Uh, and is so confused. He has no idea what's going on in that show. <laughs> but he keeps continuing to watch every episode. That's, I, I one of my... Uh, co-workers i told him that he's like what'd you do yesterday i was like oh, i finally got to watch an episode of the watch he's like oh man that show it's so, that show is so good but it's just like so confusing and i was like oh i've only seen one episode so maybe i'll i'll see if it gets confusing he's like yeah but it's like really good and i feel like it's the same thing where i don't know if i'll be confused because i've read the graphic novel i but at the beginning of it i was nervous that it was too uh damon lindelofi and uh, where they were trying to set up mysteries for mystery's sake mm-hmm. But as the show goes on, it's like no, there's reasons these were, this was not revealed mm-hmm. to anybody, and like there's narrative purpose for the mystery in the show, which well, is good. what was lacking in in Lost, right? Where they were making mysteries for mystery's sake. I feel right. like maybe not everything's going to be answered in Watchmen, but like what you want to be answered mm-hmm. has been very satisfying. Cool. 
like okay. play Perfect. out. And um, I think it does a really good job with like a, a pilot episode or like the first episode. Like it's a good pilot. It is like a lot is thrown at you for sure, you're, and you're trying to figure out like because it takes place thirty years after the events of the graphic novel. Correct. Yeah, it takes place yeah. in 2019. 2019, and that happened in, like, 85, 80, 85 mm-hmm. 86, or whatever. So it's, and you're, like, trying to catch up. You're like, what has changed? What has affected? And, and the morning after every show, they drop a supplemental material. Like, in the book, how every right. chapter ended with, like, a chapter of uh, Under the Hood yeah, or, right. like, some sort of supplemental material. Mm-hmm. The show's been doing that on a website called PDpedia, which ties into a character that you haven't met yet sure. in the show. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, a... The supplemental materials are getting leaked every week of oh, stuff that helps. And that's really interesting. It, that fills in a lot of the blanks of what has happened without yeah. them having to delve into it or, in have, or have some somebody, be, somebody in the show be like, here's an exposition drop. Right. It's like, here's filling in some stuff that you're probably very interested in, but we just don't have time have to cover. Have they explained the squids? Uh, don't spoil No. 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 They have not. <laughs> Which, um, I mean, it doesn't need explaining if you read the graphic novel. But people that are coming I'm, in... But right it still there. kind yeah, of yeah. does need explaining a little bit. Yes. Oh, to- I totally agree. I mean, that, it comes out of left field in the book. It's still happening. That's the thing is that it's... So it's a slight spoiler, but it's still happening. So yes. that's the thing is like... Uh, but it's not explaining it's, that it, this but big thing happened. Squids. Right. It's not See, the same I, thing that has happened way back. I knew in the first episode that's a thing that happened. Right, right. Yeah. I had a... I had a friend message me about it. I was like, what's up with the squids? I was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's so that's where it's, it would be better if they had some kind of like newsreel, or I don't know how they would do it, but they just, just keep I'm watching. Just, yeah, I'm sure they do. You just keep watching the show. I will keep watching I, it. I will say that I think... Raymond every, will eventually watch it. I think yeah. every single episode of the show gets better. Yeah. Um, I think the show is a ma- extremely masterful at having a shocking ending that gets you really <laughs> excited right at the end for of the ev- next episode. For the yeah. next episode, yeah, for sure. With the first episode, mm-hmm. uh, which I can—that's the only one I can speak to. <laughs> episode five, I believe, follows uh, one character pretty much throughout the entire thing. Uh-huh. And um, as soon as I was done watching it, I was trying to explain it to Emily. The only way I could was that. It made me realize things that I liked about the storytelling in Watchmen mm-hmm. that I did not realize until I was watching the ah. episode. <laughs> cool. It made me appreciate the comic more for how it told the story because it was so reminiscent right. of that. So cool. It got everything you wanted from the book distilled into the show. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to and I had to text Andy a little bit because the and you've seen uh, from like the trailers and stuff the that the white supremacist people have like latched onto Rorschach, right? Because he's a conspiracy nut in the eighties, right? Yeah. yeah. So then that, I was struggling a little bit because they he doesn't like go against race or like he go kind of ag- does. I mean, he, and, 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 not blatantly like, read, like they are, but I get when you were talking about it, and then I read some stuff. It's like, encoded language in the right. Book. They're taking the things that he has said and then latching it onto their beliefs, uh, and it matches enough that they're like, sure. yes, we can say these yeah. things. And he, he definitely I mean, calls different like classes of people degenerates and shit like that. Right. Yeah. Yes, but it, it's not his sole purpose is not to right, be no. a racist. I mean, or he's a sociopath. Like that, but, right. So. And he is an extremist and and all that. And it totally, but I, that's where I was like. He would he wouldn't go after certain a certain race and, just because of that. But. And I do think that like right. a lot of the problems is you have the Zack Snyder's of the world that like Alan Moore's original vision of Rorschach is you're not supposed to like this guy. Right, he's supposed to be a psychopath. Literally written in a viewpoint that he, Alan Moore does not agree with. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, supposed to be a psychopath that you yeah. don't agree with. Yeah, 
who just happens to figure... He stumbles upon the right thing. Right. Exactly. Yes. By Uh, accident. By accident. And you have the Zack Snyders that are like, no, this is the Bat... This is Batman. Uh Like, this is the person you're supposed to... He's the hero. And he's like, he's not really. No. They're going to whisper out for you to save them, and you'll say no. (laughs) Exactly. And that's like some of the stuff that they like repeat from stuff that Rorschach has said. It's like, oh, (laughs) but they fit it into what they want it to say instead of what he originally said it for. But it does match up, and it's like, okay, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy yeah i mean it totally makes sense if like that had happened in our past that uh, people would take that and right make it into their own thing tim blake nelson showed up and you texted me and said pandansky yeah dr pandansky <laughs> yeah he's one of I my had no idea parts he was in it great. he yeah. is also so good. the uh red hood is that his name no. the other detective not red hood what's his name the red the russian guy the red scare is he's that his, he's like a Russian guy, yeah. You know who he is? No. The Russian dude from Limitless that takes that the pill hits like... his neck? <laughs> you fucking, are you fucking kidding me? No, it's the same guy. Oh my god. <laughs> I saw him and I was like, oh, yeah! Did you notice maybe one of my favorite new characters in the show? Uh, in the first episode, one of the like masked detective superhero ladies is dressed as a pirate. Do you catch... I didn't, I don't know if I saw her. Somebody walks by her in the first episode and goes, hi pirate Jenny. <laughs> but and then they call her by name in other episodes i'm like that is my favorite <laughs> and then there's also like the the guy that knows all the rules is named panda and he wears a panda mask yeah. <laughs> god that show's so good oh i can't i mean Fuck. we won't say anymore raymond so good eventually eventually yeah, we'll get there <laughs> all right well Moving we won't on. say anymore we'll talk more there's because lots of spoilers and i want to talk about all of them want to talk about the book, since you also put the book Well, that's what I was saying. I was hoping that oh, would show yeah, up first. just do that book. Yeah. Just do both. Okay. So, it. the reason I finally was able to watch the show mm-hmm. was because I wanted to read the comic before I watched it again. And I mm-hmm. finally, over the four, uh, Thanksgiving break, four-day weekend, I got to... But I didn't read it. I um, no. watched the motion comic. Have you seen that on YouTube? Well, I own a copy of the movie that has it on it there. It does have it I've on not, there. I've never yeah. watched it. Yeah, so I, I, it's all it's all on YouTube for you. I don't know if it's... A, is it voice acted? It's yeah. voice acted, yep. And it's it's motion. And, like, they've, like, I, edited... I understand the motion copy. Right, it's not motion. just, like... They're not just, like, putting the pictures up there. They're actually, right. like, are moving like, and, like... Shaky, right, and they walk a little bit or they, like, do stuff. But it has all the dialogue up there, but it is all voiced by one guy who does all the voices. Oh, so it's, like, like an audio book. Yeah, basically, but then you can watch along with it. So that's the way I did it, because I was like, I just don't... Like, so how long I, did that take? I, I, there's 15 episodes and they're 30 minutes each. So oh, they put them out as episodes. Yeah, it must be chapters. Chapters. Yes, That's right. interesting. Yeah, cha- chapters. Oh, so I didn't know that was like, um, available. I don't know. It's not like on DCs or anything official, so I don't right. know if someone it's just, just someone uploaded, uploaded there's, it. There's but, a DVD of it. Right. Yeah, so I, I don't know if it's 100 percent legal. Yeah. So if anybody actually comes after me, I borrowed Raymond's DVD yeah. and I watched it that way. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's chapter it's by chapter. You think our listeners <laughs> are going to report you. They're already dialing 911. Watching the DVD like a but it was it's it's just that comic is unbelievable it is just the the chapter about um dr manhattan's uh life oh yeah and how he talks well just the like how the time time is like a prism and he's like he's seeing this but 10 seconds from now he's doing this but 30 years ago he's also doing this Mm because it's all to him happening at the same time Mm -hmm. and he's just like going along with it because that's it's happening for him at the same time all over the place and it's just so well done and so yeah. crazy it's just i can't and i think it blows me away i what i'm really appreciating about the show is that it's getting everything 
that's great about that comic mm. down, like the themes and the uh-huh. messages, <laughs> right? And like the storytelling techniques and what it's trying to say, without the Alan Moore misogynistic tendencies right. Right. and like nineteen eighties. Uh, yes, there's. I mean, there's point. definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's going to be that. Is a yeah. it's a dark, gritty comic written by Alan Moore in the nineteen eighties. Yeah. Right, like it, it's unescapable. But I think that the show is doing really cool things because I do think that Watchmen has sort of a toxic fandom. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of dude bros out there that, like, latch onto the wrong things, like the Zack Snyders that, are, right. that yes, like, yeah. idolize Rorschach. And I uh-huh. think the show is doing a really good job of being like, this is why that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Like, I know... Like, are you misinterpreting what <laughs> the book is trying to say? Yeah. I know when the show started, you talked about how you didn't like the movie as much anymore upon yeah. recent viewings. I, uh-huh. I... I had talked about it then that I had watched the movie recently and I still enjoy it quite a bit. But it's also coming from the viewpoint that up until that 2008, it was considered unfilmable. Unfilm. Yeah, the so fact that it yeah. exists at all is, is kind of right. And that's the, the comic. Like, how do you put this? Right. So and that's, like, that's what, what I went into yeah. when I saw it. And I've only seen it all the way through once. The movie huh. was after I had watched the graphic novel, and he was like, "Okay, let's watch the director's cut." And that's what I was so impressed with it. I was like, "They, it's literally like shot for shot." Oh, that's what Zack Snyder up until right. the end. Right. Up until yeah. the end, right? But Which, then the, the theme, change. the themes aren't right. For and the movie, what they highlight isn't right. But the fact that it is like shot for shot, the graphic novel is pretty impressive. For the movie, I think it's a smart change but then yes. the show came around and the show just... understands how what to do with it they've had another decade to figure out how to deal with squid. exactly right and i think the so show dealing with the perfectly. movie you deal with squid yeah so you know i'm glad especially that, you... that and just yeah. the fact that it's like they he took a bunch of artists and scientists and like took it from a human like grew it from a human brain and like created this squid that they wasn't gonna it wasn't alive but was just for the sole purpose to send it through a portal to drop on new york city like that's yeah. just crazy like his whole viewpoint of like we have to kill these people to get us to all be unified is just crazy but then it's like you're like he totally believes it and like he thinks he that's another thing that's because crazy about right. the what <laughs> you say that's, he's right yeah that's the end of the book i mean As that's what's right, crazy that's what i was gonna say that right. i mean that's what's crazy about this graphic novel and still the twist gets me every time where he's like oh i did it 32 minutes ago yeah. like is so crazy but then he like wins the bad guy yes. quote-unquote bad guy wins because he doesn't think he's a bad guy. He thinks he's doing the right thing. And they tried to stop him, and they... they but I, And that's the moral quandary of the book. Is right. like If they would have stopped him, they would have created a war. They would have, so, or they would have let there the war been happen. Been a, right. Yeah. They're, they're geared up for another war, and, and this it's, act of violence... So they, even make the, they say the line, like, we failed at stopping him from saving the world. <laughs> like, it's like a line that they say. Something along that yeah. lines of, like, uh, we like, failed at stopping him from saving us. <laughs> and, yeah. It's mm. crazy. So good. But also what the... Um, I'm so excited for you to see more of this show. <laughs> and, oh. what, and it's something that I, isn't fun to watch with the book. Or, I mean, sorry, what isn't fun to watch with the movie, which is good to read with the comic, is the Black, the black Freighter stuff. So oh. I feel like the Black Freighter stuff fits really well with the, what's going on in the comic because it like mirrors really yeah. well with it. I don't mm. think that works at all. With I tried the movie. watching the Ultimate Cut, but and it was really I forgot how bad. cool the Black Freighter stuff is because like he washes up on dead on it uh, or all it's this. An everyone's comic in the middle of Watchmen. Right. Yeah. So all these people are dead, but it, it also like, reflects Ozymandias. Exactly, yes. Exactly. Right. Like, it, whatever's happening in the comic, it then comes to Black Freighter, and it's like a straight-up metaphor for what's happening. Yeah. But the coolest was like, and I completely forgot, like he buries the, the bodies, but then he's trying to find a way off of the island, 
And he's like, oh yeah, their stomachs are bloated from being dead. So he ties them to the raft and uses them to float across the yep. water, which is insane. And then, of course, sharks show up because it's dead bodies. Right. So then he like stabs the shark and makes the shore. It's insane. Yeah. But I just, it's, I totally forgot about the Black Freighter stuff because I haven't, I, since reading the comic, I haven't gone back to that at all. Even though, didn't they do a Black Freighter, like, more comic when they were doing before Watchmen? Wasn't there oh. a Black Freighter? Though there's Black Freighter like at the end of it. Oh, but it was like different than what was in the comic. I but don't I can't remember I don't remember comics. that either. I don't remember really the comics they either. Were not good. But I do remember that because they make reference to Rorschach and uh, Night Owl working together before Rorschach loses his mind. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens before Watchmen has a series about them doing stuff yeah. when they first catch that like the, the guy <laughs> the guy in jail the guy in the jail that comes to try to kill Rorschach. Oh, yeah. It's the story of them catching him, which I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. But yeah, I mean the the jail part is so cool. I mean that that comic is just yeah, it's a, unbelievable. It's great. It's, yeah. I'm glad I was able to do that before because yeah, I, I instantly watching the the show. I would like oh I wouldn't have caught some of this stuff already if I would not have read, reread yeah. the comic. You uh-huh. know, so I'm glad that I was able to do that. So all right, great. Hit so that if, button. if we, we run that. into that, we can get rid of that one too. It'll be the next one. <laughs> we do two more and then we take our uh, sure take our break. Ooh, Ooh it's go. back to Andy. Oh my, it's it's mine. I'm a little upset you watch this without me, but I mean I didn't tell you not to watch it without yeah. me, but I'm just upset. Uh, <laughs> movie I wanted to see in theaters, um, I saw <laughs> Bong Joon Ho's uh, Palm Door winning movie. Parasite. Hell yeah. It's All right. from South Korea. All I've heard is that this movie is incredible. Yeah. And it's hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about it very little. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I knew almost nothing about it. Here's what it. I know about it. This is all I know without having yeah. seen anything. The movie takes place majority in a house that they built on a set. Like an entire house they built inside a warehouse or something like that. And also there's peaches. I all yeah. I and I don't even I didn't even know that until you said it. I know that there's a family, <laughs> and that's all I know about and you that should movie. Keep it that way, <laughs> because I knew very little. That's I, all I know. And that's I, I just know that on Letterboxd, it passed Godfather. Yeah, well, on Letterboxd, which I mean, say what you want about that, but night. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which it should have. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've <laughs> talked to a couple different people that have seen it, and they've had incredibly different reactions to the oh. movie. Um. Emily had a very different reaction to it than I did. Sure. But she didn't like it, or... Oh, no, she liked it. Oh, okay. But she was very upset by it. I've heard some takes that were, like, just upset about it. She didn't... She wasn't ready to talk about it for, like, over a day. Wow. And still is kind of like, this is not a fun movie. Huh. I think that it is an incredible piece of filmmaking. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Bong Joon-ho is a master. Mm-hmm. He's did um, he's done The Host. Yes. He did uh, yeah. Snowpiercer. And uh, and Okja. Okja, yes. And oh, I thought it was Okja. 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 Which and you've seen. Yes, I did. Yeah. I wanted to make you guys do it for the podcast. <laughs> I, I mean, this, it remind parts of it remind me of Burning because oh, of sure. how beautiful it is. Uh-huh. And parts of it remind but me. But he didn't do Burning. No. Okay. Parts of it remind me of like, ryan johnson because of like the comedy in it sure it's really funny it's also like the most relevant movie about america and class in america mm. while being exclusively about south korea huh. sure it's very interesting um it's really good the little details in it 
are so masterful. Mm -hmm. And, like, afterwards I was looking at them stuff and being like, oh, my God, I know that. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even think about that until um, after I see it. So the less you know about it, the better. I I follow a lot of film critics and people in the industry on my Twitter account. And... In, in this last, I think, three-ish months, I have seen just endless praise for the movie yeah, and oh, yes. from the earliest festival screenings. And so it's like, I am dying to see it. I just have I, not had time, and there's only so many showings here in town. I do not think that it is my favorite movie I've seen all year, but I think that it is... That keeps changing. It does keep changing. <laughs> Booksmart. No, no. Jojo Rap. No. <laughs> just kidding. I, I said love you. one of I love all you. those times. You know, it's possible to like more than one movie. It's also tough. No, you said it is. It's been a good year for movies. It's okay. Back to what I was several. (laughs) It's not my favorite movie I've seen this year. Yeah. But I think it is probably the best movie I've seen this year. Like what? Filmed and story and all that. Yes. It is incredible. Mm -hmm. And I think it should win Best Picture. I don't think it will. Sure. I mean, that's what Joker's for. (laughs) I'm hoping that it at least gets a nomination because it absolutely deserves it. And I have no doubt that it will win Best Foreign Film. Mm. Okay. Um, I sure hope so. I mean, I don't so. know anything else that's in the foreign films category this year. But right. But hopefully that recommendation... I love Bong Joon-ho, so I really yeah. hope he it's, it. Yeah. It's very long. Um, have we watched The Host? Is that the mm-hmm. one where... I've watched it. I have oh. watched it with you guys. What's the one? I'm thinking of The Guest. You're thinking The Guest. Yes, yeah, that's okay. a very different yeah, very film. Different. Okay. Um, so I hope my recommendation will encourage you to go see it. Because, yeah. Or see it somehow. I want to make you guys watch it for the podcast. Uh, so is it available yeah, for us to watch Not anywhere Not right yet, now? but I'm sure it will be Did after you see the, it in theaters? I saw it in theaters. Oh, okay. and with I'm, your A-list? Yeah, with my AMC A-list. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I was able to go to my local AMC. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an artist first? Yeah, it was an artisan film. And I got it. It was one of my... Uh, three screenings a week. I was able to use my access to go see it. Oh, cool, cool. And I also, um, I get a sub membership for having yeah, yeah. AMC A-List, so I yeah, was able cool. to yeah. get a discount oh, on yeah, my yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, concessions oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I also get? A fuck you. <laughs> That's, you, you buy that for me. Yeah. This will all pay off when A-List does sponsor you. <laughs> what? That's the dream. All right. So, do you want to talk I, about this just, one next, like, or do you want us to spin it? I was trying to remove a different uh, listing in there. Spin it again. Okay. okay. Well, I could just like uh, don't go down it. here. And I was remove. just trying to figure out how to do it without talking, yeah. right. and then I ended up just spinning the wheel again. So this will be our last one, and then we'll take a break. If it lands on that one again, then you will talk about it. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh it was so close. All right. Right okay. So um, I'm trying to because there's two shows on HBO happening right now that I want to watch both of them. So what I did last night was I watched one episode of The Watchmen and then immediately watched um, an episode of His Dark Materials. I think that's how I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> yeah, and I, then I'm going to just go back and forth. The problem is that I probably should have done His Dark Materials first and then Watchmen because His Dark Materials, it's okay, so it's good so far, but I mean, Watchmen is blowing that out of the water. The problem I'm having with His Dark Materials is that um, when I, I read the, the book um, in middle school and then saw the movie... And it w- it's still, even though I haven't seen the movie in a long time, I remember walking out of that movie and being like, that is the closest to a book that I've ever seen I've a heard movie that's a do. very good adaptation. I've it never is, read the book. I was like, it is the best that I've ever seen a movie do a book adaptation. The, the, I remember the ending being a little bit different, but then other than that, I was like, it's exactly how the book was. And now we have a TV show yeah. that is doing it over a full season instead of in a two-hour chunk. So I'm like, oh, it's taking longer to do the things that the movie already did, 
but is that worth it? <laughs> and that's what I'm like, I'm not sure right now if that is worth it or not because some of the things are taking longer to get to and that's I'm like, I just that, want things to that's get, thing get that to. the beginning of Game of Thrones is yeah. like season two is like, there's hardly any, like in the book of Game of Thrones, the second Game of Thrones book, there's hardly right. any of Daenerys and they're like, well, the only thing she's got is like three scenes, so the entire season two of Game of Thrones is like Daenerys is just wandering sand, right? Because they had nothing to do with that character. Yeah, so it's yeah. interesting to see what they do with this one, right? So that's why I'm, I'm hoping it picks up. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, James McAvoy is just—I mean, he can do whatever oh, he wants, he's and he's—he's—he. Oh. He's, he, I mean, it is hard to take the place of Daniel Craig, who oh, was played him forgot, played yeah. him in the book of the movie. But he's in, in it. I mean, so the nice thing is that James McAvoy gets to be in it a lot more than Daniel Craig did because in the movie, he's like, hi, bye, until the end of the movie. <laughs> While this one, he gets to be around for the whole first episode until he leaves. So that was nice to get a lot more James McAvoy. And I love the um, girl that's um, from Logan, who's the main girl yeah. in it. She plays Lyra. Oh. And I can't think Mackenzie of her. Mackenzie something. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and then um, Jorah Mormont's dad is in it. Neat. He's cool. He hasn't done a whole lot yet, but he, he shows up. I know Linda Miranda's in it. He hasn't shown up yet, but that's that's another one. <laughs> Is that what he's known for? Yeah. Did you see him just run through? Oh wow! See ya, Lynn. <laughs> the, the, that's the other thing that's hard for him to step up from. Her name is Daphne Keene. You are so close. Not Mackenzie something. <laughs> the other thing that's hard for Lynn Manuel Miranda to follow is that who played Sam. Uh, I have not seen that movie since it came out. Built Ford Tough Dude. Oh, Sam Elliott? Yeah, played played the same character in the movie. So it's like, how do you same, follow... The same person. How do you follow Sam Elliott as a cowboy? And then it's Lin-Manuel Miranda as a cowboy. Oh. Breaking news. Emma oh. Stone engaged to SNL writer Dave. 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 That's oh. all we know. My phone decided I needed that info. Okay. Breaking right. news. You heard it for here first. Anyway, back to, back to Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. So Lynn yeah, hasn't showed up. Alexander and then the other Hamilton. one is, and I'm a terrible, I can't think of her name, but who's the main bad guy girl that, in Nicole the movie? Kidman? Nicole Kidman, yes. Yeah. It's played by a, an actress, and this one is played by an actress that I don't really know. And I know Nicole Kid, Kidman like play, or like killed that character, like did so well with that character in the movie. And this, and I'm like, oh, all I can think of. So that's where the, it's the hard show. It's to translate the star power of the movie. Right. To a TV yes. Show. Yeah, but there's still a little bit of star power in there, but, which I mean, is James nice. McAvoy. But James McAvoy, yeah. And then the Logan girl, which, I mean, I'm star sure. power? Has she been in anything other no, than Logan? No. But, I mean, she does so good at Logan. So that's where. Yeah. So, I, I mean, the special effects are all right so far. Yeah. Is she from anything? Yes. Uh, yeah. She's in Luther. I'm so sorry yeah. that I did that to you. Saving Mr. Banks. Okay, nothing yeah, that I've seen. Okay, she's in a lot of British stuff. Oh, okay. She's so British. yeah, I mean, she still <laughs> might be great. I mean, that's that's the thing. What Raymond did say that there has now been an episode where it was nothing from the, the that's, book. That's what I had or heard all new material the from new, the movie. It was different like from the movie. A right? critique of, of it. It was like it wasn't that it was a bad thing. I didn't actually read it because I haven't right. started the show yet. But yeah, the, yeah. The little blurb about it was like the newest episode has nothing to do with the book. So, like, that's interesting to be starting that in the first season. Oh, yeah. so not even different from the, what the movie did? Different from it's even all, what the yeah, book it's, it's did? it's, like, all new stuff. Uh-huh, interesting. I wonder if it's just, like, a side story? Because the first episode, literally, it's exactly what happens in the book so far. So it's. I wonder if it's just showing more of something that hasn't mm-hmm. been shown. Yeah, we'll have to find out because that'd be weird for them to just just completely derail when they're like shot for shot so far, you know. But yeah, so I mean, 
again, we've talked about how if they keep going with it, the books quickly become about like killing God and angels coming down. (laughs) So it'll be interesting if they're like, we're going to do that. I don't know. Because it doesn't happen until like almost the end of the second book, which is when I stopped reading it. Because I was like, this is a little too much I guess if there's any place to do it, it's HBO. Right. Yeah. And I mean, if they're going to, yeah, if they're going to do it, they'll do it on HBO. I hope it's, I don't even know if the show, the show is doing that well. It premieres on Monday, which I I feel like is weird. I know I always see... Lin-Manuel Miranda tweet about it because yeah. I, I follow him on Twitter but other than that I haven't really heard people been talking about it I also haven't heard a whole lot of people talk about Watchmen oh I, that's just, my entire feed oh, is Watchmen oh, okay. yeah so, no, I, tons of I see a couple but not, I haven't seen a whole lot for his Dark Materials so every, I hope it's it like does five posts a day about Watchmen every right Sunday <laughs> night it's kind of like a cluster of and I what I have noticed is it's pretty good about not spoiling yeah it's yeah. just like my timeline is full of people like holy fucking shit holy right yeah, shit. yeah that's what i've seen too yeah <laughs> i get like once like an image from each watchman episode that becomes like a memeable thing and then same thing with the mandalorian otherwise i know nothing about right. them, thankfully mm-hmm. but yeah. i get like every episode i get like a, a memeable image is the only thing i know about it yeah so i'm gonna keep watching it hopefully it's good i really like the second book the subtle knife is the second book but it is Andy did, or I don't know which one of you said that it's like reverse That's Narnia. Right. Yeah. yeah, Raymond said rever- it is reverse Narnia because it's people from That's this world going to our world and then experiencing our world. So we'll see if it works out. I always well, wanted yeah. to read the books, but yeah. I haven't gotten there. Yeah, I love the book. The, two, the first two books. So you said it's the best, or the that movie at the time was like the best movie to book adaptation. That I had ever seen when I saw it, but I haven't seen it yeah. since. What, what is yours if you had to choose one? Uh, Lord of the Rings? Oh yeah, I guess that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I mean, pretty that's, good. I, was amazed pre- that I mean, they do a like... good. They do a good job of. I mean, they, there's a lot of not that that's, that's in the. But, book I mean, they cut out movie. stuff for pacing. Yeah, right. but I mean, it's for the better, I think. Yeah. No, I mean that's probably true. But they don't. I, mean, I don't feel, I did, again. Movie. I'd have to read the book and then watch the movie again. But I feel like they didn't. They did cut, didn't cut anything and had everything in the Golden Compass yeah. and did it in the time. So there's eleven and a half hours of Lord of the Rings. I think it covers pretty much everything ever in the book that ever. What's yours? I honestly, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that. I, what I pictured in my head was exactly what the movie was other than Catching Fire. Oh, okay. I thought that was yeah. like an insanely oh, good... yeah. I was like, that's exactly what I imagined the game, like when it described it. I'll agree with you. I was the, like... The clock, oh, the clock. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's exactly... That was the coolest thing yeah. in that book. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the best of those books, too. Mm-hmm. I think Catching right. Fire yes, is the best I agree. One. And I think uh, it's the best Mocking of those Day. movies. No. <laughs> and I think... So, like, coming out of Catching Fire, I was like, that's probably the best adaptation, in mm-hmm. my opinion, because it's exactly what i pictured right. granted i had already seen the trailer for the first one before i read the book so like i had jennifer lawrence in my right. head as cat i saw the first movie before i ever read the right, books right. and i read all three books within like so a that month. that may have helped because yeah. like none of the casting really like irked me because it was like i saw the trailer sure. for the first movie and then was like i should read these and then it i read all the, books. Yeah. the olive skin and any of that that yeah. happened <laughs> but the um yeah so i i really like catching fire and i really hate the Mockingjay movies. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to watch them, something. but I still haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're something. They're, yeah. Yeah, I, I hate that book. So I was actually <laughs> mad about that book. Those first two movies are like, man, these are good. You know, I'd say season one of Game of Thrones is like a very close adaptation yeah. of that book. Yes. And the first two, Harry Potter, I mean, before they like, yes and no. the books get longer and the movies stay the same length is when they it runs into issues. But They just cut out all of my favorite scenes like, from the books. Like yeah. Peeves. And, and the Halloween party. Yeah, so they, I mean, they, yeah, they did the a pretty, I, still, the first two do a pretty good job of. I agree. Being, and I and the, then I would say the seventh one, because it's split into two movies, it does a pretty good job covering yeah. the seventh book. But mm. All right. Well, we're about halfway through on our, on our discussions. Yeah. And uh, we're wow. gonna, what are we going to do right now? We're going to, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Yes. You, there won't be a break for you guys. 
But if you want to stop the podcast right now, we're going to go all experience the first trailer for the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Yes, because yeah. I'm came breaking out today. my no trailer thing. Yeah. Ray was going to do it for us. Do it for you guys. I figured, <laughs> I figured the trailer would come out like while we're watching Star Wars it's, or something. So yeah. I thought I for sure it'd be, it's it crazy too. that it was not in front of Knives Out because it's coming out a week after Knives Out came out. Why was it not in front of Knives Out? trailer. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. I, I know it, it came out while I was at work this morning. Uh-huh. And everybody knows at work that I'm... That I know, like, everything about James Bond. I saw your right. phone screen today. is already the poster. Yeah, those came out a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, I've... Him in that sweater? Can we say... I mean, first off, that blue sweater? I, like, they did James Bond <laughs> trivia on the show one time, and I checked it and was like, this is wrong. <laughs> like, I fact-checked it for him and was like, no, this isn't correct, and had to, like, point out the real one. So, like, they know me as, like, the James Bond enthusiast at work. Yeah. And so everybody watched the trailer... And then was like, did you see it? And I was like, no, I'm holding off so I can watch it with my friends. <laughs> Cute. Thank you for doing yeah. that. For the so, listeners. For the listeners. Yeah, so we're going to do a... We're going to go watch that? watch the trailer. Yeah. We'll put in a little intermission music while we go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You don't we know. don't have we to. Know. We could. We we'll we throw in another one of Raymond's songs. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll do that, and uh, we'll be right back. All right. I made yeah. you guys watch it a second time. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond got upset. God, I know so much about this movie now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. unfortunately, yes, we I mean, do know a lot about this movie that, now. Right off the bat, that's my biggest qualm, is it felt like I was watching the entire first act of the movie. Uh-huh. I feel like, at least, it feels like we're not seeing the whole movie. Right. But we're seeing the pretty much beat for beat what the first act is. Sure. That's what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. But his blue eyes. Oh, they're magical. <laughs> they yeah, are they're magical. Cool. Uh-huh. I guarantee you that that chase sequence, the first thing we see is the cold open. Probably, yeah. Yep. And then he jumps off the bridge. People think he's dead, and, and then, then we get the title sequence. And then oh. Rami Malek is uh, the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was like, him. what I does don't... that remind me of? And I was like, oh, it reminds me of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And I was he... like, I'm not happy that that's what it reminds me of. Is he barren? From the Pierce Brosnan? No, no, no. Oh, I, no, <laughs> I he's just an origi- asking if he couldn't have kids. <laughs> is Rami Malek Baron? No, he's he's an original character. Okay. He is an original character? Yeah. Because that guy's got a mask. So yeah. That's all oh, I can remember okay. about from uh, the GoldenEye video game. Um, Baron Simo? Maybe. I don't think... No, that's no, the Marvel that's character. That's the Marvel guy. Samedi or he's something. Baron Samedi. Samedi. Uh, he just has face paint, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a 7-Up guy. Oh, yeah. No, he just has face paint, or he does have a mask at one point, but it, then it it's in the Golden Eye N sixty four game, so my memory of it is polygonal. But he's he's <laughs> he's not from Golden Eye. He's from he's from no, he's from an old Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I uh, guess so. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That being said, those qualms out of the way. I I insanely want to see this fucking movie. Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, <laughs> again, the, the 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 fact that it's like, oh, you died again, <laughs> or like, where's Bond at? Like, but. So that's where I'm like, is it going to go campy or serious? Because that was the problem with Spectre, was that it tried to be both. And it couldn't be both. So, right. so here's... where is it going to go? And this movie makes me, or this trailer makes me think, 
that it's going to go campy because he literally does the Bond, James Bond thing. It has well, all the same stuff yes. that Bond has in it. Looks it looks like it's going to be more serious here's, to me. Oh, really? Okay. Here is my... Who knows? Here's the one thing... And I could agree. I mean, I agree with that, too. It could be. Here's the one thing about it that is giving me absolute hope, even, even if this trailer was absolute bullshit, which I don't think it was. It wasn't great, right. but it wasn't absolute bullshit. Uh... This movie was written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Right. I have really? a lot. Yes. Yeah. What? Or she at least did, like, the last pass of it. Uh-huh. And, and she so has I, credit for it. And if there's anybody in the world that can nail, like, the the camp mm-hmm. and that this James Bond needs, mm-hmm. I think it's her. So yeah. you think it should be campy? Or the yes, level that it requires a, for a James The level Bond of camp that it requires. Not Spectre. But I right. think that... I feel like... With her behind it, I could go in blind and be mm-hmm. like, she's going to, she's going to be able to pull it off. Right. Also, it's being directed by Kerry Joji Fukunaga, uh, mm-hmm. who is also, like, not missed at all. So. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Casino Royale, I probably would still I would say that it's my favorite James It is Bond also movie. my favorite. Yeah, and it's not campy at all. It is no. very serious. No, that's a Jason Bourne. Yes. It's a Bourne movie. And then Skyfall is also very, very good, but it is also very serious and there isn't a whole lot of jokes in it except for some Q moments. I didn't feel like... So I don't know if I want campy Bond with Daniel Craig. I didn't feel like any of the campiness in this trailer was like... No, no. Jarring or bad. I'm just going off of what Spectre was. Yeah. Can we agree that Skyfall fucked this franchise for the structure of the the era? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's... So far we've got Bond's first adventure, Casino Royale, then first adventure part two, then Skyfall, Solace, which no one remembers. Yeah, which I I want to rewatch that before this comes out, and partnership with Casino Royale because that's I've heard it's much better when you watch them back to back. Which we should do. Yeah, that'd be a fun experience because I've not watched it since it came out. And it could be like no one's ever seen Quantum of Solace because every time I put it in, I'm like I don't remember any right. of this. <laughs> that's so funny. It's also the only one that's ever on TV. That's also <laughs> probably the cheapest one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you get Skyfall, which isn't. Like a Bond movie, as much as it's like a meta commentary on the Bond franchise, yeah. which being it's great. Old. It's great, but yeah. also that's the, this Bond's third adventure, and it's his, it should be his last one. They're talking about how Spectre, old he is, and yeah. then yeah, and then they do another one. Yeah, there's and then a, there's another. One. There's a theory that is completely undone by Spectre. Yeah, but the theory was that people thought that the first two movies happened, mm-hmm. and then all of the other James Bond adventures happened, and yeah. then Skyfall right. is his. The last one, but I also am struggling but to then, remember Spectre. How does Spectre ruin that? Because it's he comes out as the whole Blofeld thing. Blofeld, oh, Spectre. He's, Blo- he's the architect of, of all, all of his, his pain, pain, which is so bad. Right, and it retroactively makes no sense that he is behind all it of was, the plots. Yes, it was of those movies. Movie. I remember yeah. in the moment being like, "That's cool," and yeah, then the more we exactly how like I remember. the second the movie was over, we were like, what, what, "Well, that what? doesn't make much well, sense." Could that what? still be that he? It's the first time that he has met Blofeld, and then the other stuff could still happen. No, because Blofeld's the bad guy in, like, five of those movies. I mean, I guess the oh. other stuff could have happened. Yeah. Right, but, well, no, but, yeah. but I'm saying, like, so... Oh, I'm not even going to try to figure out the timeline yeah. of it, but, like... It's, it's bullshit. <laughs> they don't care about it. Yeah. But, like, the biggest problem is, like, Skyfall is a perfect end movie of an era. It comes as the third movie, which would be a perfect trilogy, even though it's weird that he, like... There's not a middle movie in between yeah. there. But now we're getting the second movie after that, which Spectre feels like an afterthought or the beginning of a new franchise for like the plotting of it. Right. And now this one I, is like a continuation of Spectre. But it's the end of Daniel Craig. Yeah, it's his end. last movie. And, and now Skyfall, it's the last one. <laughs> yeah, Skyfall was two movies ago where he, quote unquote, died. He's out of shape. He's got to come back. Spectre, he's died. He's out of shape. He's got to come back. Did he die in Spectre? 
like the beginning of Spectre, he's like retired again after oh. Skyfall. Right? No, no. That's the end of Spectre. He retires. Oh, well, fuck. He dies and, re- like, he, he comes back multiple times. Well, and that's, that's not a case of Daniel Craig. That's a case of all of James Bond ever. Is sure, that he always, but, like, goes off the book or But, like, quits Casino Royale is his first adventure, so you're like, this right. is going to be the start of Bond, and instead, yeah. the next movie is the start of Bond Part 2 and then the end of Bond. <laughs> yeah. And now we've got, like, a middle adventure and, and another middle adventure. I will say, and I was prepared for this, I don't think any of the Daniel Craig James Bonds have good trailers. No. Like, they, the end product never ends up being what I think from the trailers. Right. I can't never... remember Skyfall, but that's the last one I remember seeing. I remember like, them I being really good trailers, but mm-hmm. the movie being something different than what the right. trailers presented. And this will start the, um, the hardest time of the year for me, because I... Like Raymond trying to avoid trailers, I avoid the song until I see the movie. Yeah, and I have done that. I've done that. I have not announced. I've done that every time with Daniel. Daniel Craig movies. Next week. And yeah, and I I will do it. I'll do (laughs) it with you. I will. I I wait until I sit down at in the movie to watch hear the song. And I remember. I, the hardest was the Adele song because we my, did that everyone was everywhere. Yes, because it was everywhere. Kenzie loves Adele. My parents were like wanted to play it in the car when I was in the car, and I was like, I will roll out of this car. <laughs> I, I will not listen to that song till I see the movie. I remember giving in for that the, song the so Sam good. Smith one yeah. for Spectre because that one literally came out like six months before the movie. Right. Yeah. So it was like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to avoid this. I still did it. But I remember. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. When we when we did it for Skyfall, because I did it with you, and I experienced that song for the first time in Uh IMAX when I saw the movie. That's cool. And it was like, I was almost in tears. It was so good. It was Uh, so good. So shake on it. Yeah. We will not listen. Do you think they'll bring Adele back? I mean, okay. (laughs) So unless it comes out and they're like, "No time to die," the theme is being done by. Limp Biscuit, like <laughs> as long as it's not something like that, that's like I need to fucking hear this right now. Like Tommy Wiseau is doing the so theme song. Do you song see how he shook on it and then immediately came up with an excuse to oh, listen yeah. to it? No, because all rumors are pointing that it's going to be Adele again. Really? They cool. said that with the uh, Spectre though. Which and the, the yeah, Spectre now, one feels like it should. It be should like have been Adele. Adele. Yes, yeah. yeah. I believe it was written for her, and then at the last second she couldn't do it. Because it sounds like an it Adele song. It feels like song. at the very yes. least it Some... should be a duet with the two of them. And yeah. Sam Smith's doing both. Right. Yeah. It feels very strange. Yeah, he hits it, those high I notes. Still think it's it, a good, yeah. I think it's a good song. It really grew on me. It's an okay song. Yeah. yeah it really, I, I, but it's no Skyfall. People, <laughs> also, Skyfall. people really like shit on um, uh, the Casino Royale one with Chris Cornell. And well, I they do? Love, it's yeah. like, you yeah. know my name. It's excellent. It's yeah. so good. But it's, that's like, when, when very, I listen to James Bonding, they put it at like the bottom of their list. It's very different, but I think it's perfect for what that James Bond is. It's maybe a that's because reboot of James yeah. Bond. Right, and I think that's probably because I, that's when I jumped on James Bond and really started to like get into James Bond because I mean, really before that, the only one I'd seen all the way through was Die Another Day. Yeah. We so had, like, we've and now I've dis- seen all of them and like, yeah. We've so. had this discussion on the old pad- podcast time, right. and, we time did. and time again. Yeah. We've all agreed that the best song is A View to a Kill. Like, we don't need to talk about it anymore. <laughs> oh. That's so fun. Okay, yeah, we have. Yeah, I mean, right yeah. behind Nobody you're Does saying, It Better. You're saying that because there's no, no way we can... There's no way we could go back and prove you wrong. <laughs> That's why you're saying that. But and he's got all the files, I disagree. so, you know. It is, yeah, I checked. It is the song for Die Another Day. Madonna song? Yeah. That one is the best, oh. and you know it. You're right. The Sigmund, <laughs> two Fro- the Sigmund Freud yeah. name drop. <laughs> With you're the date. In any case, yes. As long as it's not something, in, as, as long as it's not like the cast of Cats is doing, you know, something absolutely crazy okay, like that. So be, 
be realistic though. Like, what if it wasn't Adele? Who do you think? Who do you think they would get to do it? Uh, Billie Eilish. That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> It'd be a British band, most likely. Yeah, yeah. maybe. They'd be going. Because what was the like, oh, so was uh, Jack White, wasn't Jack it? White and Alicia Keys? Oh, sure. Another yeah. way to die. I don't remember that That's, one. It's a good song. Yeah, I Wait, would be I so down for Billie Eilish doing the Bond theme. That would be yeah. really cool. I'm trying to think of what else. He's the bad guy. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> you already wrote the song. You did it. <laughs> Welcome to Five Second Song Ideas. <laughs> Saw them right there. Oh, who, who, so who do you want to do the song? I don't care. <laughs> no. Oh, all right. I have no... If it's good, it's good. If it's not, I don't care. Oh. I am not as invested in the song as you guys. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I love Casino then. Royale. Yep. Quantum of Solace, in my memory, is not very good. Skyfall, great. Yep. And then you get Spectre, which I was like, cool, but not very good. I'm, yeah. I'm all on board for them doing another Shirley Bassey situation yeah. with Adele, where they just keep. I'd be her very back. excited yeah. for that, especially as like a uh, like a signal of like the franchise being over for this time yeah. period. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, send Daniel Craig out with like a yeah. great final song. I, yeah. you know? he looks crazy in this movie by like he's super ripped again. It looks like Hell yeah. or that plus he's old, the, more older. It's but like. That's what well, Benoit Blanc. Honestly, Ludia. yeah, like the, the him last being couple like, movies, he's been like, and it's been a point of the movie that he's out of shape, and he's still like in middle aged man shape, which is fine. But this one, he looks like more cut up and right. more like roguish, and like that's and, weird. Uh, he hurt himself Fe- a lot in yeah. this movie. So Felix Wright's back, which I missed him. It's great. Fe- Felix. Felix Leiter. Sorry, I oh. said Felix Wright. <laughs> Phoenix Felix, Wright. Phoenix Wright. No, Felix Overruled. Leiter. <laughs> Objection! Uh, yeah, he's back. Which he, I don't think he was Inspector at all, right? No. I don't think he was. I haven't watched Spectre since it came out. Was he even in Skyfall? Has he not been around? No. No, I don't think he's been around since Quantum. Oh, well. He's back and I love it. Maybe? Is he Inspector? I don't He's remember. definitely in Quantum, but I don't know. You know what I remember it. from Spectre? Mr. Hanks. Batista. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Batista's Mr. character was his That's henchman. Right. He they, says nothing except Kane, until yeah. the rope goes around his throat. They hype him like, up so shit. much, and then they don't like do any like it's all like car chase sequences and shit yeah. with him, and not like a fight scene, which is what you want from Batista. They got one fight scene, but it's pretty short in the right. train. Yeah, everybody gets one. Yep. Yeah, they talk about how he like gouges out some guy's eyeballs with his fingernails. That's yeah. why he keeps his fingernails long. Uh, I or they're gold or something. I can't remember. I am concerned <laughs> about the plotting of this movie because it seems like I mean. It's the, it's the end of Daniel Craig's bond. I get that they're going they're going to go for sentimental again, but it also seems like they're amping up how serious this one is compared to. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Spectre was the same way, but right. it, it, so far, it's like boy, this is going to be like all about oh, you got to come back and things are different now. It's like we did this. This was Skyfall. Yeah, you're useless. Now, what bro. I want, what I wanted was because it ends with him walking away with that girl. I wanted, is it either uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service or A View to a Kill where it starts with her dying? That's what I assumed is it's going to be. On Her Majesty's yeah. Secret Service. That's, that's what I wanted the, it to the do. The twist of that is that they're both going to be like fake out dead because they're both in the... Yeah, that's it shows her like later. Yeah, it shows they, him running into her later yeah. like, oh, I, you're so still here. I'm assuming here. that's the cold open is that once again they're going to die. And it's like, just kidding, he didn't. And then the twist is, oh, she didn't She either. also didn't die. The twist of the first act anyway. Right. But, so yeah. I, I wanted her Blofeld to like kill her just like in the yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. And then, I'm, yeah. The Blofeld reveal in Spectre is still just awful to me. It, so yes, I don't know how yeah. they're going to rectify that. In any case, I'll be there opening night. Right. So. Yep. Yeah, we we'll will. We'll, we'll be there. We'll be All right. We'll watch. We'll do some double features. Watch some old ones to get ready for it. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Let's, uh, let's go on to our next, our next subject. Yay.
Yeah. Which is uh, spinning? Yeah, spinning. Oh, okay, cool. Spin that bitch. Yeah. I think we're going to talk about Black Widow or not. We're not. No. no Don't, right. bother. <laughs> Don't bother. Don't bother. It wasn't that good of a trailer. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, so, I mean, this won't be a very long talk because... Um, I think most of these are pretty quick now. <laughs> yeah, most of these are hopefully be pretty quick. But um, it's, this is not on Disney+, Plus. but... Not yet. My parent, we, we borrowed it from my parents because uh, we ha- hadn't seen it yet. We really wanted to see it in the theaters. It was The Lion King. Uh, With John Favreau. The quote-unquote live-action one. Completely which we already t- we, we talked about a few, quite a while ago when you saw it in, when it was in theaters. Yeah. You talked about it, and we were like, we're going to go see it in theaters, and we didn't. So finally watched it. Yeah, I still haven't seen it either. Kenzie loved it. So much. She enjoyed every second of it. And it's because the, it's the nostalgia thing, really. The, I would say that the, what I really liked about it, and probably the only thing I really liked about it, was that I, I thought that um, Timon and Pumbaa were really good. They were really movie. good, I thought. And because they Seth did... Rogen. Seth yeah. Rogen and Billy Eichner. Because Billy they yeah. didn't just say what was from the movie. They got to make up their own lines. Which they're two comedians, so that's right. good. Yeah, yeah, so they got to riff a little bit and say some new things mm-hmm. nobody else got any of that it, they all just said the same stuff that was from the movie so that's it, where i was uh, like that's the part i remember the most because they got to say new things except for what i felt like they were like we have beyonce mm. we can't just have her be nala because nala doesn't do anything in the right. original movie yeah so like i mean they kind of yeah okay they definitely add things right, for her yes, to do yes but i don't think any of it's good <laughs> does she get a new song no yes. i mean Nala, just, Nala doesn't sing it. It's a Beyonce. The Beyonce song what, is playing. What, they have a Beyonce song in the movie, and it's just used as like transitional music to get. So from it's one scene and it, it made me mad because I was like pumped because like the best. It's when he's like, I gotta go back, and then oh. it's the montage of mm-hmm. him running, and it's like super epic music. And instead, they play the Beyonce Spirit song, oh. which I, I mean, it's a good song, but it's not like epic. Like, yeah, he's oh. going back. It's more of like, oh yeah, family. How was uh, Old Dong Lover? <laughs> old Dong Lover is great. Yeah. yeah. I wanted it to be. That's why I wanted to see the movie, mostly. I mean, people say that he gets overshadowed by Beyonce, but I think he does a good job on it, standing on his being own. Simba. Being a Simba. I think he doesn't get a whole lot either, though, because Simba, when he's older, isn't a whole a huge chunk of that movie either. No, the movie's over pretty much at that point. Right, yeah. Right. So the the whole hype of these people being in the movie... For them, like the really, for them to not add more and just do the dialogue from the movie, it, it's not a whole lot. It's this, not, more than Aladdin, felt like a like they are going shot for shot yep. what the movie was. So I didn't want to see Aladdin either, because Aladdin's yeah. my favorite. Like, right. it's my second favorite, same, so I was like, same. I don't want yep. to see these. I actually enjoyed Aladdin. Yeah. And uh, there were there's definitely things about it that I did not enjoy. Uh, but for the most part, I thought it looked really bad, and it yeah. ended up being pretty enjoyable. Okay. And right. I think I would rather have that than the live action Lion King just right. because the photorealistic Lion right. King. there's literally part, none of it the only they, I, we watched the there's one real shot there's only one real shot yeah, even the background it's like the is, sunrise of Africa yes yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I listened to him uh, John Favreau talk at the beginning and I was like oh wait what literally the only thing that is real is that open, everything else is digi- digitized and that didn't really bother me no, no. the animation but I was, just, I was very surprised I honestly thought the yeah. animation was Pretty good for yeah. like this is like looks like live action animals. It doesn't seem but very expressive. I know. No. Well, and, I think, and that's the point because it's yeah. live action. I, I, that saw, they can't do those I see a lot. There are a lot of people out there that are really upset by the quote unquote animation that it's like it's not expressive. That the original is so much better. But like I saw the clip of like, Akuna Matata and I was like, oh, it's a little I mean, Glover, It's a little great. awkward. Yeah, but <laughs> it's not. It's not the same thing. Like right. it's it's animation, but it's not 
by animators. It's by people trying to make photorealistic as close as it can look to right. what right. it looks like. What the it, animation is recreating like a National Geographic documentary. Yes, so like that's yeah. why I wouldn't consider it in the same league as like the hand-drawn animation. Sure, but, but the question it's is a different beast. Do did we need it? No, absolutely no. Not. <laughs> we didn't need. Have you watched the Lady and the Tramp? It's on Disney Plus. No, uh, I watched I've heard that's an abomination. Is it? Oh, I wouldn't call it bad. I just, it's just didn't... a photorealistic lady in the tramp. I thought yeah. it was just kind of boring. Yeah, I mean, that movie's all right. It's nothing great. It's, no, it it's was, not a very good Lady movie. in the Tramp no, is not my favorite. No. It gave me nightmares when I first saw it because uh, of the, the rat. Did... The rat coming in oh, at the yeah. end was scary. They completely, like, very... They fumble over the fact that We Are Siamese, if you please, is not in the movie. Yeah, because that uh, is a disgusting song. Ugh. Yeah, but they, like, go out of their way to, to be, be like, like here's a new song that's different. Like, yeah. don't remember that old one. And, like, that's the one song everybody remembers exactly. from that movie. Right. Yes. Yeah, and, that's like, the only thing It I has nothing to movie. do with the dogs. I yeah. No. It's like, yeah, it's disgusting, but, like, also, here's a suggestion. Don't do another Lady in the Tramp. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, it, even, it, like, it was not needed. Tramp is also kind of, like, <laughs> a word you... I don't know. That's not like a good word to say. I mean, back then it's like old fat. Like it's based off Charlie, like Charlie Chaplin. Right, Charlie right, Chaplin's yeah. character like a was called the Tramp. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very, it's a very cutesy way of saying like yeah. homeless miscreant. <laughs> right. Yeah. I saw Lady and the Homeless Miscreant is what yeah. it should have been called. <laughs> I will say I saw Lion King when it came out, and I enjoyed it for what it was when yeah. I was watching it, and I have no desire to ever watch it again. Yeah, I watched it once, it. and I'm good. Yeah. Or even like I don't think about it. Like that's just the problem with the remakes I'm having is they just seem very boring and unnecessary other yeah. than them propelling their own IP again. Yeah. yeah. And Disney it was Plus like, has the original and that's all you need. I enjoyed going to the theater to watch it mm-hmm. and like while I was there I enjoyed myself yeah. and I liked hearing the songs mm-hmm. again and like all that and at the, it's like yeah I could go back and watch I think the thing for me is that the original is not ruined at all for me. Like, no. I feel like a lot I don't of feel like that. All I wanted me to do was to watch the original again because like yeah. like especially when he does the I just can't wait to be king. How colorful and fun that one is, and there's no, there's none of that in. You're just the, in because it's photorealistic. So I mean, it makes sense, but like and that's you don't very get abstract that. In the movie. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's very abstract. The last thing I want to say is that can you feel the love tonight? The scene is during the daytime, and that is that is <laughs> that is all I will say takes, about that. Real it takes place in the evening. It is date. There is no night <laughs> at all in the song. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it is a great song, yeah. but at the wrong time. They had one job. Up time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all. All right. I, I, I just feel like a lot of people complain that it's like, oh, now Lion King is soiled for me. And it's like, no, no it's not. You can and that's go what back you can and say you, about I've like. I've over that about remakes a long time right, ago. Right, right. Yeah, it, it doesn't get like, rid of your old Why are we doing this? Same yeah. with Gumbo. It's like, why are we doing all this? They're just yeah. pumping them out for like. They're making money, but yeah. like no one likes them particularly. Right? Yeah, they never. No one says like, "Yes, that was needed." Like that made it. It's no, they're just, definitely they're just never pushing. better than the original. Yeah. I liked Beauty and the Beast. That's I still haven't seen it. That's the only okay. one I can think of that I'll I give you that. really enjoyed. Beauty and the Beast is really good. Did you and guys ever see the Cinderella? Yes. I always forget it exists. It's like one that of one's supposed to be like the best one. That's so funny because I, I haven't seen it either. It's yeah. cool that they give the prince like an actual character uh-huh. because it's played by Rob Stark, and then his like oh. right hand man is also the the guy from Karth that has no money in his. Oh. So there's oh, like two yeah, people yeah, from yeah. Game of Thrones, that's funny. which is cool. I actually I don't I just, that's the only thing I really remember from that one is that they actually gave the prince a character Something and, and a name. Yeah. I think was another thing. Like he wasn't Prince Charming. He actually had a name. So, but that's other than that. That's all I remember that one. Yeah. But you're right. Beauty and the Beast is... Yeah. I really like Beauty uh, and the Beast yeah. live action. I mean, again, one, Belle is my favorite princess. And two, 
Emma Watson is my favorite. Princess. Yeah. Princess. <laughs> You're right, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, they got two things right for me. And, yeah, so. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I mean some are okay. Now, yeah. now and the Mulan, Mulan looks cool. Well, yeah. Mulan. I there's mean, there's a lot of controversy with yeah. that movie. Though, oh, okay. Unfortunately. I haven't heard about that. So, maybe, well, we will get into that then. <laughs> yeah. For now. We'll for, see what happens yeah. when it comes out. Yeah. I don't know. A, I, I like what they're doing with it because it looks very different from yeah. what right. the cartoon. It's not following the cartoon. And I would like much rather Lion have King. that than go, here's something that's kind of nostalgic, but we're going to go a different way with it. Right. I would much rather have them do more remakes like that. There's just some behind-the-scenes stuff that's questionable. Oh, let me uh, tell me about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, I thought the sound was... Oh, yeah, the sound's yeah, still... Wheel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh. Ooh. Both of these are my thing. Oh, well, you okay. got one of them. So, yeah, this is going to be very quick. All right. Uh, I'm, like, one episode away from finishing Big Mouth, which I mentioned maybe in the September catch-up. Maybe it was I think I of... talked about it. Yeah, I had seen the first couple episodes, and I was I remember saying that I was a little concerned about the trajectory the show was going on because it was, like, both first two episodes were, like, musicals. And like, or not, not necessarily musical, but they both had, like, big swing in musical numbers, and they... Big swing in the musical <laughs> numbers. And they tackled like a, a very relevant social issue in the first two episodes. Like, I don't necessarily want that to be the thing of this season. And I am like one episode, maybe two episodes away from finishing the season. I just wanted to say it, it wasn't that. Yeah. It, it evens out a little bit. Yeah. It does have a lot of, I mean, it is like every episode is, is topical, relevant talk, which is, it's fine. It's every episode's doing something. But I'm appreciating that it's not like I think the show of made... the moment. It's like and the one I finished the Duke Ellington episode. I was like, that was a funny episode. I don't love that's like my least favorite episode <laughs> so far, but it's still funny. And the whole yeah. episode, I'm like, oh, this is just like an excuse for Jordan Peele just to say crazy shit for a half hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked it, and so I feel far. like the show still maintains its like very unique humor. Yeah, its tone stays pretty consistent through the yeah. whole thing. I just, yeah. I don't, I'd still the things I've seen from it, I'm still not sure if it's for me. Just, just because yeah. some of the, the they go yeah. a little too far. Did you make like, it to the full musical episode where they're doing a musical, or is that the last episode? I think that's the last episode. Okay. I haven't gotten to that because I, I saw a clip just recently on Twitter of Jason Manzuka's character fucking the turkey, fucking the turkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's very early on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, but in the first episode, they like mention it an offhand joke, and then he like looks at the camera and he's like. Am I gonna fuck a turkey by the end of this episode? And he's like, probably. And then he just keeps coming back. He so, keeps from every yeah. like five minutes. Yeah. He's like, Am I gonna fuck that turkey yet? Time will tell. And then at the end, it's, he sure does. Good. I, I appreciate what they're doing with the show, what the topics they're they're tackling. Right. And I think it, it is over over the course of the season, it kind of evened out into what the previous seasons were. Okay. And I'm happy with it. So that's all I had to really yeah. say about that. I'm happy that it's getting a lot more seasons. So it'll yeah, it, it is getting. I think yeah. it is confirmed for three more seasons. I love Nick Kroll. Yeah. So, yeah. I love John Mulaney. Yep. Like, yeah. I love Jordan Peele. Everyone, Jenny Slate, everyone who works on the show, I love. So yep. I'm happy for more of it to appear. Yep. Great show. Yes. All right. Spin that wheel. Spin, Spin that, that wheel. wheel. We're getting close, guys. We're Except for there's one of them that Andy's going to talk about. It's going to take like three more hours. So. Uh, three and a half hours. <laughs> oh, another. Quick one from me. What a surprise! Well, actually, I, I rewatched it as well, so ah. I want to. I want yes. a little talk a little bit about it too. Yeah. So, what, so, what'd you think? Uh, I saw Booksmart. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was uh, a couple weeks ago when I watched it. It was a the big news item of the day was that 
Hulu had picked up the exclusive distribution rights online of Booksmart. And they weren't cutting it like Delta Yeah, Airlines. exactly. They're like, all the vaginas are in there. Is what they said. <laughs> so, and Olivia Wilde like, said that. Uh, so I was like, oh shit, I have Hulu. So I, I clicked it on and I finally watched it. I loved it. Yeah. It, it wasn't the uh, breath of fresh air that I think a lot of people were saying it was, but I had also... Uh, also go, went in knowing that it was like an updated female super bad, and that's yeah. exactly what it is, and that's what right. I wanted from it. Right. I was, I will, I will be honest, <clears throat> I was probably a little overzealous. About <laughs> and that's it. what I wanted to get to. Uh, I still was... love it, and I think it's yeah. definitely going to make it into my top ten of the year, but yeah. probably towards the bottom of that list rather yeah. than... Right. It, I mean, again, there's been a lot of good movies this At the year, time right? I yeah. saw it, mm-hmm. it was definitely like in the top three. I've right. seen a lot of really good movies since I've yes. talked about it. And that's right. what I wanted. I, and when I first saw it, I, I didn't say that I didn't like it. I still really, really enjoyed yeah. it. it was, but I going hyped in, it up. <laughs> yeah, it, Andy hyped it so much going yeah. in the first one. He's like, when that first party hits, it just gets crazier and crazier. I was like, all right. And then the first party, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> and then it, like, it's crazier stuff happened, but I was like, oh, it's not it what... It is like it's almost not, beat for beat super bad. Right, yeah, that's what, exactly what I was me, like. It is yeah. a lot like Superbad, which I mean, yeah, but a which whole is a lot fine. easier yeah. to watch in 2019. Yeah, yeah. Sure. and so then going in the because Kenzie came out on Hulu and Kenzie mm-hmm. watched it again. She's like, it's so it's just even funnier because she had the same kind of expectations. Uh, so so then I was like, all right, let's watch it again. And I watched it again, and I really enjoyed it a lot more the second time uh-huh. around without those like huge expectation goggles on. Sure. I was like just going in like, oh, and then every, I, I was laughing at like everything and I really, really, I think I really yeah. enjoyed it the second time. So thanks, Annie. I, uh, <laughs> I really, I really appreciated what it had to say that was new yeah. compared to Superbad. I appreciated that in the same vein as Superbad, it's not a story, of, like it's a raunchy comedy that really has something to say about like friendships. Yeah. But instead of it like in high school friendships and what that means when you go to college. Yeah. And yeah. I appreciated that this time, it is that, but a female perspective in an updated world. Mm-hmm. But it still has the same kind of heart to it. Um, I also love Blockers. They came out last year. I year also love that and movie. We talked, we talked about Blockers. A little bit. We yeah, it's so it's funny. also a very similar yeah, movie. Yeah. And uh-huh. the, the twist on that is that the parents of the teenagers are involved in that one. And they have just as important of a storyline as right. the teenagers do. But it's also a very similar uh, raunchy comedy that has to deal with like friendships and getting older and what happens when you I just I remember like loving the teenagers in Blockers I yeah. think they just did such a good job with yeah. them in that one and I think they did the same thing with Booksmart I think yeah. some of the teenagers that had like barely any lines were like so Very good yeah. and like I was like oh, I want more of them in this <laughs> um, like the one that sings the karaoke song like uh, Billy, had, Lord? Billy Lord yeah yeah Carrie it, Fisher's no daughter. no the, the, the boy that sings the oh the drama kid the drama kid oh, that yeah. also has the like murder mystery, the murder mystery party yeah. so <laughs> so good in it uh, and then the guy that ends up sleeping with the teacher oh, the yeah. long-haired guy uh, he's like been in commercials and stuff but he's yeah. like really he's funny in blockers in yeah is he a blockers yeah okay so yeah he's like great i, I just thought like every even though he's people, also in so, um the funnier die this fucking the documentary series the parody oh yeah uh, uh god why would you get that right <laughs> american man american man yeah, okay yeah, yeah he's yeah. like one of the friends in that yeah. Oh, okay yeah and then like will forte and um oh he's is a dad lisa in kudrow it. and lisa kudrow yeah. are her parents and yes. they have the smallest part but they're uh, so good in it as well when jason sudeikis <laughs> showed up in book smart i was like what the yes, fuck yeah. and then yeah. it, halfway through me thinking that i was like oh yeah he's married to olivia White. yep right, also, right. i had the same of, reaction yeah and it's like everything he's doing is very funny He's and so like candid with the high schoolers. He's like, he's literally, when he's cool, like, you can, I'm the cool guy. He just like straight up like cusses at the kids. Like yeah. when the the, the, cer- the like ceremony's happening, uh-huh. and he's like, forget it, go up there. He's like, I don't care. I I tweeted about it when as I hit the movie. As I was, 
I was enjoying it the first 30 minutes or so. I was like, all right, I'm in with this. This is just updated super bad. I'm in. And then you get to the scene where they've taken a lift and they specifically That's mention a lift. So and it's funny. It's Jason Sudeikis picks yes. him up. Yes. And they're trying to charge their phone and he switches it over and they're playing lesbian porn. And then it's just like the yeah. <laughs> noise, like really I, loud. I ugly yes. laughed for a good. I paused the movie, rewound yeah. it, watched it again. Yes. I was laughing so hard. I laughed that hard the first time uh, and then again when I watched it again. It's so <laughs> funny. And then he's like, is that a new Cardi B song? It's like so funny. <laughs> Yes, and, and then so, like the, watching it again with mm-hmm. the reaction or the the interaction with the guy, the pizza, the pizza guy. Oh yeah, that interaction. What you when you know later what happened. Watch uh-huh. it again. You're like, oh my god! <laughs> like he says all the things that he was going to do, but uh-huh. doesn't do with them. It's so good. Yeah, it's I could so, do this thing. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I could do all this to you. Like, Don't show me your lock <laughs> on your phone. It's so funny. Yeah. So I am very happy that it's now on Hulu for everyone to see. Yep. I am glad I, I watched it. it. Right as I'm you... about to cancel Hulu because that's the only like I don't watch anything on Hulu anymore. Do you have Disney Plus? Yeah. So you can have Hulu. Hulu for free? You gotta you gotta sign up for a separate bundle. It's more expensive. But how much? Like, is it is is it as expensive as just having Hulu? I don't, uh, I don't know. I think it's fourteen well, ninety nine a month for Hulu and Disney Plus. Okay, well, I don't pay for Disney Plus. Ah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I use my dad's song. I mean, yeah. we both pay for Disney Plus. Right. We're not sharing. <laughs> We're not sharing accounts. Well, it's like the problem we have is like me and my girlfriend want it, but I don't pay for Hulu. She does because she also I get Spotify from one of my coworkers is on a so family plan. Yeah, yeah. So I have a separate Spotify account. So she's getting. Hulu and Spotify, and she pays for one and gets the other for free. Right, so right. that doesn't count the Disney Plus deal. I no. have heard that they that it does. They the grandfather that in they they do and they give you a credit for what you're already paying. Oh or something shit! Like that. So we have to look into that. Yeah, I, that's that's really what's stopping us. Like we're already paying for she's paying for Spotify to get Hulu because I know a lot of right. people. I know a lot of people were having the problem that they because it doesn't include Hulu without commercials. Yes, which so if you already have that. With so if the you're paying Spotify for rate. that, then. You don't want to downgrade, right. and they just didn't advertise that you can still do that. They just like credit your account like the four dollars or whatever. Oh, interesting. Yeah, something. Okay, like that. we'll have to look into that because that's really the only thing stopping us at this point. It's yeah. like we both have one service in common, but I, both of us are getting it from different sources. So it's like, yeah. well, we can't really consolidate and get Disney Plus. <laughs> but yeah, Hulu has got Booksmart. And so everyone yeah. should watch it. You should watch it. If you haven't watched it yet, definitely. Oh, I'd probably just buy it so then I could get rid of Hulu and save the money because that's the only thing yeah. we would watch well, on there. there. So buy it on Blu-ray. You should, yeah. <laughs> uh, DVD. <laughs> well, then it's cheaper. It is cheaper. DVD? Yeah, what's wrong with DVD? It's probably like $5 now. My Xbox will uh, HD it up and it'll be fine. Mm. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's enough of us. Give us a shot on the next week. Ooh, I'm fucking done. Oh, you're fucking done. Book smart, just oh, book instead. God. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Raymond, get your popcorn. We got right. five hours of this. Andy, oh. Andy, go for it. All right, all right. right. <laughs> it's my turn. I think this is my, the, my last item on the. Oh, no, no, no you got another one. You goddamn. This one. is the main one that I wanted to talk about. I, I took. Four, I, the other one. I took oh. four no, hours out of my day today so I could go on Netflix and watch The Irishman. Mm. The new, the new film by Martin the Scorsese. The new um, I, epic. <laughs> I wasn't going to do him dirty and watch it on my phone. 
Like everyone has, and it's so funny. Have you seen the memes of people opening on like their DS or their yes. Like, their yes. Wii? My favorite one is the one of the guy using his back, like his rear view camera, and someone's holding up the phone to the camera. Yeah. And they're watching through that. <laughs> I wasn't... So good. Yeah. Well, I don't disrespect the master of the genre like that. And so you so... went and saw it in theaters. I tried. Yeah. If we oh, anywhere Andy. Here. There's one showing a day. For like four days at the Magic Lantern oh, okay. in their theater that has folding chairs. <laughs> like okay, so watching at your at house. At least I watch nice, it in my house on my half hour movie. on my yeah, big yeah. screen TV. Ooh, yeah. folding chairs for three hours. All right, yes, You're fair. You're so, fair enough. I didn't do them dirty. I waited till I was at home and had a four hour block mm-hmm. to sit down and watch the Irishman. Did you take a break? Or you watch all of it at once. I took a little break okay. to make some food. You take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I, there's no. I think I believe that the screenings in New York because they rented out a uh, a Broadway theater uh-huh. to show it, in like a theater that hasn't shown movies. Is that the one that's like the twenties now? No, oh, that's a one. they're buying one in L.A. Oh, okay. Um, I've been to it, the Egyptian. It's nice. really cool, and they're buying it just so they can show their movies there uh-huh. and then say they're eligible for Oscars. Yeah. Um, but so three and a half hours, Martin Scorsese. Uh. Is he in it? No. Oh, okay. I don't. Th- he might be. Probably makes a cameo somewhere. There's three and a half hours of scenes <laughs> for me to go look. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, the main three are there. It's De Niro, Al Pacino, and, and he got Ray Romano, and he got Joe <laughs> Pesci. Joe Pesci has not been in something since like 2002. Yeah. Like yeah. he retired it, essentially. Basically, he's had like small cameos and like has been on like. Yes, and that's TV. my favorite meme that has been happening lately is people are replacing him with Baby Yoda. He's the new Baby Yoda. I love him <laughs> as much as uh, Baby Yoda. Yeah. He is great. He deserves an Oscar. I think he will probably win it because he's so good in this nice. movie. Nice. Um, Do you think everyone deserves an Oscar? Uh, okay, so going in, I had heard that like Joe Pesci is the one that deserves an Oscar, and coming out of it, I was like, I'd be okay with any of them winning an Oscar. Yeah. It's the best Al Pacino performance since probably... The eighties, <laughs> he probably is the yeah. last like okay, great yeah. Yeah. Al Pacino performance. Like he's so good mm-hmm. as um, who is he in the movie? He's a real person in the movie. I mean, they're all. I don't real know. People. You yeah, saw it. It's a real. Yeah, it's a true life. New is York he thing. the Irishman? He's not the Irishman. No. Who's the Irishman? <laughs> the Irishman is Robert De Niro. Oh okay. Uh, oh, he's Jimmy Hoffa. Al yes. Pacino's Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Okay. And it's Gah. like Al Pacino. <laughs> having moments where he can go full Pacino mm. is great, but yeah. also he's, like, very likable, which is not something that Al Pacino does. quite a while. Yeah. It's been a while since he's been, like, actually really likable. Uh, Jack and Jill. There's this really funny, like, throw thread through the movie about how much Jimmy Hoffa fucking loved ice cream. Uh-huh. So, like, in almost every scene, he's, like, he's like a kid in a candy store, uh-huh. like, over an ice cream sundae. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> like... <laughs> This is a minor spoiler, but the scene where they find out that John F. Kennedy died, uh, everybody's like goes over and is looking at the screen like all like looking at the TV all sad, and Jimmy Hoffa's just like eating his ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I don't need to see the movie. Yeah. Uh, well, there's uh, the not including that scene. There's another three and a half hours in the movie. Okay. <laughs> I will say at the end of it, it felt long. Yeah. But at the end of the movie, it really felt like. I had gone on a journey with these with this character, uh-huh. yeah, and like I felt the impact. And I will say that the first hour of the movie feels a lot like Goodfellas, nice. and then it kind of shifts a little bit, gets a little more sad. And the second mm. hour is probably really really tense. Sure, the third hour feels like a thriller. Oh, 
then the last half hour is just really, really heavy and sad. Huh. And I loved it. Well, that really is a roller coaster. It's, yeah, it sounds like three different movies together. I absolutely loved it. It's probably... It's everything Martin Scorsese does well at the top of his game. It's Which like, is crazy at like 70 plus years. Yeah, right, yeah. it's yeah. insane how good this movie is. He's perfected it. It has a lot of like callbacks and like you can't really do it and not have the mob movie and not have sure. it resemble like Casino. Like there right. are scenes that it look exactly like they were just taken out of Casino mm. or Goodfellas. Like right. you can't, there's a scene at the Copacabana. Like how can you not sure. associate right. <laughs> that with Goodfellas? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and, but I think it works great and I think he's at the top of his game and it's it feels it even feels fresh for mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese doing a mob movie something right. I didn't think I would say that it was like there was at least a different perspective to it. Uh-huh. There's been a lot of people complaining about Anna Paquin's character. Yeah, I've seen that, which I've seen because a lot of she, people be like, "Well, that's stupid has, to even complain about." Well, it. yeah. So she has like five or six lines in the whole movie. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But that's like part of what's so powerful about right. it because she gives like a full like Oscar-worthy performance with only five or six lines because wow. she's doing so much mm-hmm. and you can tell, like, how fucking pissed she is and everything you need to know about her, she's able to, like, convey without talking. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't... And also, if you're sitting there counting how many lines, like, a, a female character mm-hmm. has, you're looking at the wrong things in the movie. Right. Like, I know there was... The, Tarantino didn't handle it well, but during Once Upon a Time in Hollywood right. screening, there was a reporter that kind of berated him about that because uh, Sharon Tate's only in four or five scenes of that movie. That's yeah. so funny. I had no but it's idea. Like, but it's like she's one of the most memorable parts about that. Sure. Right. Experience, and I feel like so. she's in a, I would say like most of that movie. And I think like. She's <laughs> peppered in. Yeah, what, I get, I mean, I what guess. What she does but, for like the message of that movie. But I have yeah. heard that about Irishman that it is a lot of, just a lot of men. Which it, I mean, is it? A, it I is mean, a lot of men, but like, what are you going to do? It's a mob movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. About Jimmy Hoffa. And I do think like, Scorsese, treats his women characters pretty good. Yeah, like, fairly well. Considering. <laughs> or if he doesn't, it's like a condemnation. Look, Yeah, look at all the other like male directors of his time that are terrible at treating their female characters. Look at Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Look at any Clint Eastwood movie and the female characters in that. Like, uh, Well, we're about to get a new one. Have you read about the controversy of, of Richard Jewell? Yeah. Uh, what's that? That's the new one coming out. We saw the yeah, trailer. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, but so, just, what's the controversy? Uh, it's like they changed the story of how the information came oh, out to no. like it's originally it's like the report the female reporter like dug up a bunch of information in the movie he changed it to like she slept around to get the information oh. i've heard it's not exactly that sure it's that the movie implies that she slept with the person for information mm-hmm. when in reality she got information from the person and they also just had happened to sleep sure. with each other uh, but the okay. movie is framing it right as and that's like not a good that's not a good path for clint eastwood of no. all people to go down because no. he's i i have read that richard jewell is his best movie in a long time but that's not saying a lot because clint hasn't really made a good movie in a while yeah. right so um yeah uh joe pesci Deserves an Oscar. This movie so is it long. is worth the three and a half hours. Absolutely. I, I, I'm excited to sit down. I and didn't feel watching. bored yeah. at any point watching. The I'll movie. probably watch an hour chunks. <laughs> but at the end of the movie, I was like, "Yeah, that was three and a half hours." Yeah. But at no point was I like, during the movie, I wasn't feeling that. So well, that's good. Okay, I'm getting a little scared. I'm starting to think that I have never seen a Martin Scorsese movie. Okay, same. Uh, you, you have because <laughs> little... I've watched it with you. Okay. We watched oh. Raging Bull. 
Oh, okay. Whew. Also, the Wolf of Wall Street, we all saw it together. Okay, all With right. my uh, dad? Yeah. Right. At like 10.30 <laughs> on a yeah. Monday morning? Okay, now I don't feel as bad. But his classics? You've not seen Goodfellas? No. Oh, You've not fuck. seen uh, Casino? No. You've not seen Mean Streets? No. Shutter Island? Shutter Island? That's not a classic, though, but I've seen, I've okay. seen Shutter it's Island. Good. I was saying it's classic. Stuck I haven't Arden? seen Departed, no. Have you seen The Aviator? I have seen The Aviator. Okay. He did The Aviator. That, okay. that movie's... I, don't know, okay. I still don't know if the... Is uh, Casino him? Yeah, casino. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> wow, we got some we got some educating to do. We got some Scorsese. To do. Goodfellas is like. I mean, he's put out a fuck ton of movies. Taxi so. Driver is not him, is it? Yes, yes. Oh, that's his second I movie. Seen that either. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's why I was getting scared because I was Hugo? like, I haven't seen any of those movies. I've seen the Hugo? argument. Yeah. I've seen Hugo. All right, we're good. Okay. We don't have to watch it anymore. <laughs> I've seen the argument being made that Goodfellas is the greatest movie of the 20th century. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm I'm. I'd believe it. Okay, with I that. haven't seen Godfather, but that's not him, is it? No. no. Okay, but I haven't seen Godfather. That's Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> I don't know if I would say it's the greatest movie, but it's a compelling argument. Sure. Yeah. That movie's fucking great. You got some sliced. So we, me- we messed up. We should have done a bunch of movies leading up to Irishman that I haven't seen, but yeah. but we can still we can still do it. I think they're all on Netflix. So yeah. a lot, a of, lot them of them are. Yeah. I own Goodfellas, so we'll just watch. Goodfellas. On Blu-ray. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Of course. All right. I own The Departed. So yeah. you know. Here we go. Oh, fuck yeah! Not a rat. <laughs> think he's a rat you're fucking, fucking rat but i haven't seen it sorry so, sorry i'm sorry uh you are sorry i love the irishman mm-hmm. i think it's probably far and away the front runner for best picture uh-huh. and it will probably win a ton of oscars do all of these people deserve oscars they've all won before right i mean al pacino got one for a bullshit Simone, that's another yeah. good movie. Uh, so is that a reason that you shouldn't get an Oscar is because you've got one before? Well, what happens is a no. lot of the times they oh. don't give Oscars for the movies that deserve them, so they give them one for like a shitty one later. So it's like, oh. do they... But I think this movie right. is good enough to where they could feel good about giving them it's Oscars. It's warranted regardless. Because yeah, okay. it's warranted. Yeah. All their performances are... But really Parasite, sh- you think... So which one would you say? Parasite or Irishman? I think should they're win. like neck and neck for like how okay. good of a film they are. Okay. Um, yeah, I might... I think I maybe enjoyed watching The Irishman more. Yeah. Mm. But I really How long is Parasite? Not three and a half hours. Well, no. It's three. Okay. Is it really? I Ooh. think it's over three, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's Buckle long. Buckle up. I'm in for a maybe, sad time. Maybe it's just two and a half. Mm. I just felt it's like long. three because of dread. Yeah, it's long. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I also, I love Martin Scorsese, so. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I? T- I talked about what I watched The Last Temptation of Christ on here. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of yeah, his movies. It's fucking great. I mean, he's great in Shark Tale. He sure is. Oh. <laughs> just with things I've seen, so I don't look as bad. I'm not yeah. saying that Shark Tale makes me look better, but... <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, go watch The Irishman. Don't watch it on your phone, you fucking animals. <laughs> am I o- do okay, him dirty. But am I okay to watch it in chunks? Uh, yes. Okay. I would I would make those chunks as close together as possible. Right, right. But like, yeah, if definitely. you take a day and watch... Take over the course of a day, watch it. That's okay. probably. I'm sure that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I did. Um, so, I mean, I, 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 you, I, I'm pretty good about just watching a movie all the way through. But I, yeah. How do you feel about Marty's comments on Marvel movies? He's old. He's fine. <laughs> he can say what he yeah. wants. That's my stance. <laughs> it's totally fine. We've kind of talked about this before too. That, this is my stance. He, he didn't word it the way he should have, but also, yeah. he's right. And who yeah. fucking cares? Yeah. He's Martin Scorsese. 
listen to him. Yeah, he can say what he wants. It doesn't change your opinion of things. I think he like, has that's... a weird I think he has a weird classification of what cinema is. Yeah. Well, yeah, but also he's like the biggest I'm just film waiting fan in the world. Because he said that any movie that goes on Netflix doesn't count as a movie or whatever. That was before they that's paid before him to make the Irish. And now I'm waiting for them to pay him to make a Marvel movie. <laughs> well, he's already got another movie. Did you hear that he's already got his next movie lined up with Leonardo DiCaprio that's going to be a Netflix movie? I re- oh, yeah, gosh. I've heard about that for a while. Yeah. Well, it was like a ri- I think it was originally going to be like an H.H. Holmes movie. Movie, mm-hmm. which is a everyone wanted that one devil in the white city or whatever they're going to call it but it's i don't know if it's the same movie now but killers of the the devil moon or something so like it's that. probably the same it's probably still h.h holmes which i want and they're saying that it's leonardo dicaprio and it's like oh, cool. all geared up to well that's start based off a book yes yeah, yeah okay we're, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I've geared up to book, go yeah. now huh. so yeah. that's crazy I mean, he's gonna immediately follow up this like epic with another movie immediately it's wow. it's nice to see that he has not lost his touch. He's oh. probably the greatest filmmaker that we have working today. Sure. I think that's a pretty safe bet to yeah. say that he is probably the most so capable. he wants to say that Marvel sucks, he can. Let him say. <laughs> well, it's like also, how many is he watching? And how much is that right. like? And yeah, I'm a lot of them. watching a Marvel movie. A lot of really. them are not artsy endeavors, no. especially as they've yeah. gone on. A lot of them are just serviceable yeah. it would be a fun question to ask him like which ones have you seen and then be like oh yeah i totally agree those are the ones that you've yeah. seen like i think that um francis ford coppola's comments were not agreeable mm. he said they're disgraceful garbage and if you watch them you're like sinning well, oh yeah yeah uh, no I, I, exactly. agree that. I agree i didn't even realize i feel like I'm, I'm sinning every time i, watch I just i just saw everybody like all the filmmakers needed to put in their two cents yeah. about how they felt about marvel movies i saw a tweet that was like uh, David Lynch just needs to log log on and be like, uh, Tony Stark can eat my ass and then log <laughs> off forever and just watch the internet burn down. Yeah. I loved it. I watch lo- it. Love the wheel of names. There's three left and for one for each of us. Damn. It knows how to do it. No, not me. Not me again. No. Not not like this. Okay. Well this won't be long. Well, this is your third pick for um, best movie Oscar. No. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to hear your thoughts because I've heard mixed yeah. reviews about this. Uh, I saw Frozen Two. Oh. There's no t- like tag on that, is no, there? No, it's just Frozen Two. Even more the, frozen. The more frozen, yeah, yeah. yeah. Colder. Um, so, <laughs> so the uh, winter is coming. The original Frozen was kind of like an insane. I still have monarch. Seen it. It's it's a good movie. Yes, and I we went we went and saw it right after watching uh, one of the season finales of Breaking Bad. Because I was watching it for the first time. Really? Yeah. You came over, we watched the episode where, spoiler, Gus Fring gets blown up, and then immediately we were like, all right, let's go see Frozen. <laughs> That's awesome. I, didn't, really I knew we went and saw it together. I didn't remember that we went and saw it I, after that. I really liked that first movie. Yeah. It's way overhyped and became a much bigger like sensation than yeah, because, I think it like, should uh, My sister-in-law refuses to show it to her daughter because of the hype over the movie. I'm like, no, it's still a good movie. It's a like, really good movie. Like, I know those songs are super overplayed, and that's why she doesn't want to just hear those songs over and over because my niece will just watch yeah. the same movie over and over. So she's like, I don't want to hear it more. Like, I get that, but it's still a good movie. And it kind of saved Disney at that point. Like, yeah, for a moment. For yeah. their animation because it was like they needed to get back to what they were good at. They hadn't had a musical like a full-fledged musical in a long time, and I think the songs work too well mm-hmm. in yeah. that they're 
they're pretty good songs, but I think they're designed to be catchy earworms yeah. and get in your head. And since the movie was so popular, it was like everywhere you everywhere. went. I mean, they literally re-released it with like a sing-along verse. Yes, yeah. yep, they well, did. And, and it still made a, like a ton of money. It was in theaters for the ever. Mo- the oh, movie man. came out in November. I believe we went and saw it at the end of February. Yes. And it was still like in its regular like theater run. Yeah, it was before the sing-along thing happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> so uh, I really enjoyed that first movie. I think it's good, mm-hmm. but... I remember when we worked at Walmart and it came out on DVD and they sent us a stage and a karaoke machine oh, because we no. had to have a frozen sing-along party. Yeah. And you and I sang, do you want to build a snowman? Sure. Because we were supposed to sing it when people weren't and after like an hour, <laughs> nobody was singing anymore. So it was like, all right, here we go. So like, you and I, I mean, why not? <laughs> you and I sang, do you want to build a snowman in our Walmart uniforms? Just clock on more things that we did on company time. <laughs> Come and get me one. <laughs> It's a call out to uh, Wally. Yeah. So, so uh, I was frozen too. It was a huge, huge success. It made over a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think it's the first animated movie. Well, yeah, when it's in theaters that long. Yeah. It's the first animated Eventually. movie to make over a billion dollars. Um, and so, obviously, they make Dis- a sequel. Disney was like, oh, we're going to catch in on this shit and mm-hmm. made a sequel. And I really appreciate what they did because they could have made a very. They could have made. What Olaf's Frozen Adventure was, which was a lazy cash-in of these characters mm. that sucks. And, and I was never a, saw that. And was a half-hour-long slapped in front of Coco, which is an incredible film. Yeah. Um, but it's so Which I heard prevented some people seeing Coco because they didn't want to sit for 30 minutes and it watch a Frozen short. It was a half-hour-long Christmas special that was made for, like, to run on ABC. And they didn't have a Pixar short in front of Coco, so instead they were like, we'll do F- Olaf's Frozen Adventure. But it's like a 30-minute television special <laughs> that runs before the movie it's insane um anyway it sucks i hate that i uh, hate Olaf's frozen adventure <laughs> frozen 2 could have easily been that. two hours of that uh, yeah and i think they did a really good job of not doing that i think good it's not as good as the first movie okay but i think it's different enough and i enjoyed it for what it was i think all the songs are better then into the unknown. I don't think any of them are as catchy. Panic of the Disco singing that song. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but the, I think that all the songs are like better songs, but they're not as catchy. So I don't think any. You're not gonna have a Let It Go type. Sure, that zeitgeist is come and gone. It's and right. I think, I think Disney is okay with that, and they knew that like, okay, we don't need those because people are gonna see this movie regardless. Right. So I think the movies reflect the characters' motivations better. Mm-hmm. They're funnier. Um, they managed to make Olaf not like an, like Olaf's actually pretty funny in this movie, which mm. I was dreading him in this. Right. <laughs> Cause it's like, he's, cause he's good. I mean, he's funny in the first, uh, the first movie, but it's again, like you'd see so much of him and there was so much of <laughs> him that you're like worried. It's the funny kind of problem where yes. it becomes like the yes. focus of all marketing. And exactly. And so that like, was. Like I laughed a lot, like quite a few times in the yeah. first one with stuff that he said. And I think it's really, he's used really, really well in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed I heard it. that Kristoff kind of gets thrown to the side. Yeah, a little bit, but he still has, like, um, an arc, and he's a good example of, like, non-toxic masculinity. <laughs> like, cool. I think he's a really good example of that for kids. Yeah. And, like, the way he deals with his relationship with Anna mm-hmm. uh, is dealt with really well for a kid's movie. Uh-huh. Um, I saw this opening weekend in a theater full of little kids. Ugh. It was actually wonderful uh-huh. um they paid attention the whole time yes so they, they were, were psyched. they were glued there were little oh. girls in frozen dresses wow. that were standing up and were just so excited through were the whole you movie. dressed up i was not oh well the funniest part is there were um none of them were loud or crying or anything it was actually like 
the one experience I've had seeing a kids movie with a lot of kids that was like, oh, this is enhancing the experience because sure. it's really sweet and wholesome. Yeah, very yeah. rare that you would ever um, think that. There's a scene where all the characters are hanging out and it's like bedtime, mm. and Kristoff goes to kiss Anna, and it, something happens and it doesn't happen. But there was a little kid behind me that just yelled, "Ew!" <laughs> They're not even. Yet. Oh my gosh. And his mom was like, it's okay, calm down. He was like, no, that's gross. It was really cute. He wanted his, he wanted his money back. I will say, um, the worst experience I had in a movie theater in a long time was we got to our seats and there was this very angry mother with her four oh, kids told me about this. sitting in our seats. Oh, and uh, they were sitting in other people's seats too, and they were uh, younger. Uh, teenager they look like high school kids and mm-hmm. they were too scared to ask the people to move out of their seats i'm not afraid to do that you're an yeah. a-list member i'm an yeah. a-list member that's what you said first also was, i'm my, a premier member yeah my family was sitting with us and they were taking up all like all the seats uh, so went up mentioned it to her she threw a huge fit and never ta- never looked mm-hmm. at me and said any of this but complained the entire way to other seats going imagine being a grown fucking adult upset about your seat arrangement like, really pissed. First of all, reserve seats, we had good seats, and it's because it's like we bought you, our tickets in advance. Do you, you not have to do that to buy a <laughs> ticket now for AMC? Go, so well, like, go to Regal Valley if you want to yeah. just show up early and get good seats. She informed me that it's more of a suggestion, and I went, actually, it's not. Uh, <laughs> That's insane. She was, and she was very. Yeah, you pissed. might want to sit in F7, but you know, maybe I. It, what it seemed like is <laughs> she want, showed you up. You should sit in A because I want your seats. She showed up with her kids and didn't realize the seating assignment. It was almost sold out. So she probably bought like five seats Uh in different spots, not paying attention. And then they got to the theater first and just sat in the best seats in the theater. Well, they moved to a different spot. She bitched the entire way. So I could hear her talking about Uh me, about how childish it was that I wanted my seat. And they moved to another, another aisle and sat in other people's seats and had to move again. I don't know where they ended up, but I saw them having to move several times because they wouldn't sit in their fucking assigned seats. Like, grow up. Yeah. So that, that was, was a great corner. For that me. was great <laughs> corner. But, I, I mean, I talked about it as well that I, I don't remember the last time I went and saw a movie where I wasn't something in the someone in the audience didn't ruin yeah, the part of the experience. People always for me. Are. It's I mean, insane. I like I love going to see movies in the, in the theater, but it's it's hard for me to want to go and do that when I go and spend my money, and then that happens and, in the theater with and, someone messing like ruining it for me. And so, when I went and saw Knives Out, there was a family of like twelve people that showed up halfway through the trailers and then spent the entire time and probably the first ten minutes of the movie trying to figure out their seats because they didn't realize they uh, didn't buy seats together. Oh wow. Right. Yeah, we had the people next to us mm-hmm. at Knives Out that like talked through the entire all the trailers. They stopped talking when the movie started, thank God. But I'm glad I they that. they I mean, talked through all the the trailers. All for the amount of times I go to the theater, I'm finding that the last two times I've gone, I've had the most problems. Yeah, and yeah. like usually I have no problems. Right, I I'm, do go to a lot of I movies late at you, night you, and on Tuesday. You go so. to a lot of movies, so you probably have less of those experiences. It's because I go to so few. Every time I go, it's right. something is going like yeah. I don't like. That's why. Midnight premieres of movies are the mm-hmm. best time to see movies because everyone's there to see that yeah. movie and to experience Unless it. Unless they're so angry that's like, nerds. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but you just hope it's not that. <laughs> right. Uh, like Star Wars, I mean, I've been it's, it's been fine so far. And yeah, yeah, those have been okay. Okay. Back to Frozen 2. Yeah. So you're There's saying. more to say. So you're saying they didn't do a sequel to Let It Go called Bring It On. They did not. Oh, 
Well, then I won't see it. <laughs> um, so I thought the movie's good. Uh, the animation is really kind of spectacular. They're, the they, way, the, the ways they cre- from the trailer look pretty So crazy. they created a new software when they made Moana to yep. animate the water. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, now five years of development since Between they did that. Between that and the cool. gray hair it's engine. Like, right. got the water is incredible in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Um, and I also, like, there's a huge metaphor for the treatment of Native American people in this movie. Like, oh. That's kind of the underlying message is how how America handled that. I mean, that's at least the interpretation I got from it. Sure. And I know that Disney hired and used a lot of Native American people for their perspective, mm. brought them on as consultants, and they signed contracts with several tribes to be like, to ask them to... For, for help and to wow, say that they crazy. yeah it's like Disney was doing all the right things here to uh, to like give back and well, uh, so I think you know it's been a long way since Pocahontas yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think the movie is good you should go see it you don't have to rush out to see it and yeah. don't expect it don't go in expecting to be annoyed by it being let it go part two right because it's not bad yeah what I heard that it was good to hear your side because what I I'd only heard two sides so far was it was not better than the first one and it was not needed or it was way better than the first one. That's the only two sides. And I've heard several people landing in those two categories. I th- yeah, so. I think I would agree that it's not needed, but I wasn't right. upset. Right. I'm not upset that it's yeah. made. It's not right. like, that. well, that was a waste of time. Right. It was like, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, one last thing about maybe one of my favorite things to come out of Frozen is that in Kingdom Hearts 3, yeah. a game that uh-huh. has several Disney... You go through several Disney worlds, almost all of them being like musicals, yeah. like Aladdin and that. None of them have the musical numbers except for the Frozen level, which yeah. stops the gameplay to reanimate and show you the entirety of Let It Go. Except wow. with Donald and Goofy, Donald and Goofy and walking Sora in the background. In the background, so that's like the best part. Isn't it, it is. <laughs> it is hilarious. Yes, it's great. It's great. All right, move on. All right, Thanks, that's my last thing. Just a couple. Don't of... end on mine. <laughs> mine is well, such a throwaway thing. We can just actually choose the top. <laughs> no, well, mine's yeah. also a nothing thing. So... Okay, good. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's a 50, Sweet. 50 chance. So this was just a very short. An- another Disney Plus thing that um, I we put it on because we were watching Christmas movies and we watched like Home Alone and then we watched Nightmare Before Christmas and Kenzie was like, "Well, I want to watch this movie because it's also on Disney Plus and I haven't seen it in a long time." And I was like. I don't think I've seen it in a long time either. Turns out I don't think I've ever seen this movie, and it's the... I can't believe that. It's the original yeah. Parent Trap. Um, what, what do you mean I've by I've seen original? it so many times. Oh, not original, sorry. It's the one with... The, um, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan Which, one. there is an original. There's one older. before it, right? And that's also on Disney+, Plus. if you want to watch that one as well. Uh, but there's I, also an original Freaky I had, Friday. I had, I had Along seen, with Mr. Boogity? I had seen the scene... <laughs> God damn it. I'd seen the scene where she's like out in the middle of the water. And I'm pretty sure I'd seen the big opening part with them at like camp. Uh, but I hadn't seen it all together. I didn't realize that they, there was like them like going camping with her to like mess with her. Like I didn't know there was so much more to this movie. I honestly thought it was them going to their like separate places and then like joining them together and that was it. I didn't realize once they were together there was a whole nother thing like that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that had happened and then... I mean, the ending wasn't that surprising. It was like, of course, they're going to end up together. No, it's a wild time. Right, yeah. So, but I was, I was pretty impressed with, I mean, the that they were able to do two of her. Like, it's pretty apparent yeah. how yeah. they do it. But it's still, it, I think yeah, it's still a whole. Yeah, they split a and just had no one cross the line while they did. Right, yeah, for it still a long holds time, up. For... I believed that she was two yeah. girls. Yeah, so. like for a couple, maybe a year or two, I thought so. Yeah, so that's pretty. They, I mean, I, I still think that holds up pretty well. That I mean, like. 
like in the beginning when they're fencing, like obviously one is wearing the like the helmet fencing uh, helmet so that it's obviously someone else, yeah. right? But I mean, overall, I was that was what really kind of impressed me about the movie. It was like mm-hmm. that really still holds up about yeah. it being two it, the same girl, but in two. And I mean, and it kind of going to her acting chops as a girl, like doing a British accent. Pretty, fair, I mean, fairly yeah. well, and it's then okay. having a d- different act. I mean, like you could tell when it's one girl and when it's the other girl, at least, right? Yeah. Like, so yeah. I mean, th- I mean, and then they even play on that a little bit where they like purposely tell them like, you can't tell which one of us it is, and we won't tell you <laughs> if you take the wrong one. We won't tell you that you're taking the wrong one. So I thought that was kind of fun yeah. too. But and she continues to have success. Yeah, she can. I mean, Herbie fully loaded, and she's killed greater it. today than she has ever been. Yeah, I mean, from there, it helped. All the way to it Mean Girls, her. and then the career. That's it's, that's it. That's from present day. Yes. Nothing has happened since Mean Girls. Well, then, Lindsay Lohan, America's sweetheart, still. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Nothing went bad. Ever. <laughs> and they were happy for her, and... Yeah. Yeah, that's what and I that, wanted to bring and up. And that's all there is to say about that. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Last item. Last Kay. item. It's, oh, yeah, you're going to spin it for a <laughs> Okay. Um, it's a threefer. It is a threefer. It's also going to be pretty brief. Uh, I had Thanksgiving off, and I had planned to Two. make, like, an entire... Oh, oh, cool. Three oh. of my favorite things. Yeah. I, um, I had planned to make an entire Thanksgiving meal for my girlfriend and I. It took me eight hours. I started at eight in the morning, and I ended up serving Thanksgiving at 4 p.m., and until then, I, from my kitchen, I have a fairly good view of my 50-inch TV. So I was like, I'll, "Wow, I'll, yes, it's pretty flexing, <laughs> flexing, yes." Um, but I was like, "I don't want to put anything on. Like, I don't want to be sitting listen to podcasts for eight hours, standing around in the kitchen." And I wanted something to be on the TV, but I want to have to like put something on that I have to pay attention to right. because I don't like I'm so invested. So I put stuff cooking, on yeah. that's like comfortable. Raymond's got to cook. I got cook. I can't mess anything up. It was my first time ever cooking Thanksgiving meal. How'd it go? Pretty well. Good. Considering I, I cooked an entire 12-pound bird by myself. <laughs> it took me like two days to do all that. No way to talk but, about uh, Andy. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only 12 pounds? Aww. You bird? <laughs> bird. You bird. Oh, bird. <laughs> uh, so I started off my morning by putting in the 2011 Muppets reboot with oh. Jason Siegel. Uh, oh, that's a it. spicy it's good choice. It's still so good, and I, it, <laughs> I have I still have not seen the second one, but I have. you're the, the one the who most, says it's is that like the most wanted one. Yeah, or is that, yeah, yeah, okay. It's okay. I remember you saying it's like it's okay, but it's not the same. Yeah, and they didn't have Jason Siegel or James Bobbin, so but right. do they have the little or new Brett Muppet? McKenzie. No, the he's new in Muppet like one scene, isn't he? No, the, he's like still one of the main characters. Oh, oh okay. He's Walter. Just not, yeah, Walter. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. he's he's. I fell asleep watching the first one. Sorry. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was I didn't grow up with the Muppets, so I'm not a Muppet I mean, person. I grew up with Muppet Treasure Island and Christmas I, Carol. And I mean, the Christmas Carol I will I love because it was uh, during Christmas time. At, again, we're bringing up Walmart a lot, but I were they oh, put they kept putting yeah, me at the uh, the short checkout or the 15 items or less, and Muppet it was down Carol. it was down by the TVs, uh-huh. and they just had Muppet Christmas Carol playing on loop, oh. and I worked for eight hours straight and just got to watch that because sure. no one came down to my so right. I was just standing there watching when, that movie. When so a that cold was, wind blows, it chills you, chills you to the bone. I fucking love the Muppets. Yeah. I am probably the biggest Muppet fan. Do, do you yes. love their new Facebook ad that they've been showing for? Not, no, because that doesn't portal? exist. Fa- Facebook? The Facebook uh, what? video? What are you talking about? The Muppets are not in any Facebook yes. ads. 
Andy, you have to buy it for the Muppets. You gotta support the Muppets. I don't know what you're talking about, this fake ad campaign. The anyway, I, I've been to the Jim Henson <laughs> I've been to the Jim Henson company lot for my grad program. They wouldn't do More that. Flexing. They care about the Muppets too much. They yeah. wouldn't sell out to Facebook like that. So Andy, I know Andy, it's okay. Andy, I know Andy, it's okay. I know better. Okay, all right. So <laughs> we're sorry, run it up. <laughs> the 2011 Muppets. Yes, it's still great. Uh, it's so good. The last third is probably my least favorite part of it, and that's just because it's not doing anything new. Instead, it's just the it's Muppets. just doing the Muppet Show. Yeah, it's just doing the Muppet Show, which is fine by me. That's the whole movie is based around nostalgia, so I get it. I think it's you a, have to lead up to that. I think what the movie is doing very well mm-hmm. is a mixture of like the road movie mm-hmm. that the first movie is, yes. that the first Muppet movie is, and then also they're like we. What people have been wanting for years is just another Muppet show. Yeah. That's like the original 70s Muppet mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Um, instead, they've been doing like everything but that. Right. Well, people they had just... like a Office-style TV yeah. show. Yes. That, that I was... just saw a rerun of that playing on yeah. ABC on the, or maybe, I don't remember what network it was on, right. but I was clocking out of work and our employee lounge TV just had it on. I was like, why is this on? I, <laughs> I I really enjoy that show. Yeah, I thought I, it, I watched a couple episodes. Of that. I think it's I really it. funny, but I think they don't they don't understand like what it's not a great Muppet thing. No, right. I, because the it's joke very, is that it's they're Muppets, not that it's a Muppet property. The joke is yeah. that they're Muppets, and it's still like pretty adult oriented. Yeah, like Fozzie is dealing with his girlfriend that Racial is a human, issues. and yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. her parents don't like him because he's a Muppet, and yeah, so yeah. it's like. There's a lot of like subtlety and like things that only adults would get, which like the Muppets are great at having some of that, but mm. not the entire shtick being that. Right. And that's kind of what that show is. I enjoy that show. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's a great Muppet property. No. And I think that a lot of the characters are like, it's like you watch it and you're like, that's not Kermit. <laughs> like Kermit is a very cynical and like sad person in that right. show. And it's like, that's not what Kermit is. Kermit is a very happy and hopeful person. Right. I love so many of the jokes that are in the the Muppets 2011 movie where it's like uh, some of the song jokes that are written by uh, Brett McKenzie from Flight of the Concords, which he's, his songs are so that, that style of dry humor is so funny to me where it's like the whole oh. first opening song is like rhyming pairs of like life is like, and then like a shop owner tells him life is like, like roses or something. Uh, they say they do like a rhyming something about how great love is or something like that. And then they come to like, Towards the end of the bit, they go, a fish vendor's like, life is like fish fillets. And then they, the Walter and Jason Siegel just look at each other Nothing and go, rhymes with fish fillet. No, they, they <laughs> don't. All they do is they just take a beat and they look at each other and go, yes, it is. And they, <laughs> oh, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they on the, in the part of the road movie section, they just like, we can't get that far. Like, let's travel, travel, by, travel map. by First they travel by montage, oh, then yeah. they travel by map. <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, the song Manor Muppet? Yeah. That won an Oscar, didn't it? I'm it was, sure that it was won. nominated. The very I think least. it won. It's very good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very good song, and it has very funny bits where it's like Walter looks at a mirror, and, or like a window, and instead it's uh, Sheldon. Yeah. yeah. Jim Parsons. Right. That's right. Emily makes fun of me so much because of how much I love the Muppets, uh-huh. because she absolutely did not grow up with the Muppets, uh, and her mom actively disliked the Muppets, mm. so she never watched anything, and like... I did watch everything Muppets, so like everything Muppet I know is because of you. <laughs> she makes fun of me for how much I love the Muppets because she's like, I don't get it at all. But she she knows we watched that one and she did enjoy the the 2011 uh-huh. Muppets movie. But she goes, that song is you every uh-huh. day. So, <laughs> so a Muppet of a man. Every time she'll like catch me looking, I'll be looking on my phone and looking at something Muppet. She's like, are you a man or are you a Muppet? <laughs> I also just as a parting thought, I love that it they're. Chris Cooper's 
uh, evil villain, every time he does something dastardly evil, he just shouts a maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. laugh. <laughs> yeah, and he just everyone else is maniacally laughing, and said he just goes maniacal laugh over and over, <laughs> which is a very funny choice for them to make. It's yeah, it's it's funny. I I don't want to sound like an asshole. But, like, Too late. a lot of the scenes in that movie are shot on the Jim Henson lot. Yeah. So, like, when I was there, I was walking around like, oh. Oh. This is from the Muppets. Oh, have you been there, Andy? Yeah, like. Oh, you were there? Like, oh. Kermit's old office is, uh-huh. like, the office, the offices at the front sure. front desk. It's it's very cool. And as a Muppet fan, it yeah. made me very so, happy. I watched that. That was a good start to my day. Fuck you. And then. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. You were looking, and I needed the audience to know that you were giving me a shitty look. <laughs> Anyway, then I put on, I don't know exactly why, but just something that was funny and I've seen it a million times with Blazing Saddles. I put that on. Uh, still love it. I love Blazing Saddles. I love Gene Wilder. I love the humor of the movie. I think it still holds up very well, even though people seem to get the wrong messages from the movie, yeah. especially when they don't understand that it was written by Richard Pryor, a yeah. black man. Uh, okay, I think yeah. <laughs> a lot of people claim that, like, oh, that's a movie that could never, uh-huh. never be released today, and, like, you're kind of right, but like, what the movie is doing, it's making fun of racists, right? In a Entirely. time that it, where it was very normal to be uh, racist. Quentin Tarantino movies still come out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he doesn't have those a are different. Of a track record that. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I mean, that's true. Yeah, that's a little different than yeah. Blazing Saddles. Also, like, yeah, Blazing Saddles, written by largely in part by Richard Pryor, mostly by yeah, Richard and Pryor. then he was going to star in it, and then the. Like most movies during that time that he wanted to star in, they would not fund him because he, because was, he was a walking disaster yeah, of a man. doing too much cocaine. <laughs> he lit himself on fire at Oof. one point. Yeah, he like was he passed out, and his, like, his whole house went up, and he went up in flames. And... Jeez. Yeah, the, so they would not yeah. insure him for a movie, so they had to get a different lead actor. But yeah, he was like the writer of the movie, so it's like, what if it's a, a black man writing about the black experience? And like, a, it's very funny. Still, Mongo just a pawn in the game of life is very funny. Mongo is just pawn in game of life. <laughs> Gene Wilder, my favorite. I love him so much. Yeah. I will say it is very weird uh, watching him in something like this and Willy Wonka, where he plays like a very charming, like although Willy Wonka he's like manic, but in this he's like a very charming, funny guy, and then in like miserable drunk. <laughs> yes, and then the movies where he partnered, like he was best friends with Richard Pryor, and they did four movies together. And in those movies, it is very weird seeing him be like an like an asshole adult. Mm-hmm. And so right. I much that's prefer... what he is in most of his movies. Yes, yeah. <laughs> which is, he found very funny, I guess. Yeah. But there's um, this, I, and it encapsulates everything I love about Gene Wilder. It's his like several of his reactions. Like there's some reactions he has to lines that like his genuine laughter or surprise <laughs> when like something is said, and they have it recorded, and it's like a the, perfect reaction to a shot. The scene. Uh, where he's talking to Cleavon Little, uh-huh. and he's like, these are people of the land. Uh-huh. You know, morons. Yeah. And Cleavon Little laughs. It's because that was a completely improvised uh-huh. line, and he's like actually laughing at Gene yeah. Wilder. Yeah, they're both, it's great. They play off each other great. It's, the end of the movie is still very, I mean, it's it's outdated now because of how the references of so, the end of Blazing Saddles. It's, it's so like, bad, but it's so yeah, funny. They're, they're going through other movie lots, right, but right. it's like, movies that would get made in like the 60s not now so it's exactly. very weird yeah but yeah there's like the cafeteria shot where there's just like a hitler sitting down eating <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the hitler sitting there eating and the guy eating with him goes so how long do you have and he goes oh i'm out after the next scene we're filming the bunker scene or yeah. something like that it's like that's so fucking dark but yes. so funny 
Yeah, I love Mel Brooks. <laughs> I mean, Mel Brooks was like the original. I mean, he was the one making fun of Nazis. Yeah. In the seventies, yeah. when it wasn't that far out from World War Two, and he right. still to this day is like, make fun of Nazis. Yeah, yeah. He's great even in his old age. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. So Blazing Saddles still great. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. And then I finished it. Uh, finished my my and viewing you still experience. Had six hours of cooking to go. <laughs> yep. I had some time. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, actually, I I finished cooking before Clue finished. I watched Clue again, uh-huh. and. Uh, I had some a couple people come over, and they actually showed up and watched like the last thirty minutes of Clue with me before we like started actually doing anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I watched Clue. It's one of my favorite movies. Did you watch all the endings? I sure. That's the only way to watch it. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. it just automatically play all the endings? No. Or no. 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 Oh. On so the for anyone who doesn't know, there's a 1980s adaptation of the board game Clue, which is set, it's set in the 1950s, and it is a I would say a perfect movie. Uh, it's a perfect, like, it's a perfect encapsulation of the board game. It's true to the board game, and it's also a very funny comedy, and also a whodunit. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a legitimate whodunit as well. They thought it through. And yeah. it gets, like, and it's a cult classic, but it gets no uh, outward love yeah. for, wh- for what it is. And uh, It was one of the first movies that, and so, like mm-hmm. you said, like in Clue, you never know who done yeah. it. So basically what they did is they filmed a different ending. They filmed three separate endings. Of, uh-huh. of different people yeah. doing it. And then depending in the 80s, when you went to go see it, you would get one of the three endings. Yeah, oh, but really? different theaters different. had different endings. <laughs> It'd be different depending on which theater you went uh-huh. to. That's so yeah, crazy. So you could potentially see the same ending three times, or you could see three different endings depending on which theaters you went to. Yeah. Right. Which I think is brilliant, but it got no and, love, I think, in the theater, because that's crazy. And I think then when it came out on video, they do a thing where it plays the ending, and then it goes, but it could have played like this, yes. and then you rewind. See, that's the version that we say. Yes, I mean, again, that, that is the version. That is had, the right way, because it's funny. Because that's, yeah. that's the, on the you whole video, you can pick. Right. There's three endings, and the first two are one, like, one person did it, and then the third ending is they were all culpable somehow. Well, yeah. imagine going to see it again for mm-hmm. a different ending and then getting the same one you saw. And right. Like, oh, I just sat yeah. through that whole movie and yeah. for that. For right. the same and it's ending. really like two minutes. But yeah, it goes, and it just, it plays the end of the movie and then it goes, well, like, here's well, another one. Here's another one. And then it goes, here's what really happened. And then it plays the last ending, which is like an Agatha Christie style ending, you know, yeah. for it's but, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's the best ending, too. Which I, because the first time I saw it was we took uh, the senior English class that was uh one of any, the best classes it, the, our teacher seen. teacher just tried to show us things so that or make us read things so we could watch movies first of and all it's also so, incred- incredibly well written yeah. so right. there's that too so, i mean that's not why he did it no. <laughs> he, we, teacher, read, we read and then there were none mm-hmm. um or 10 little Indians, whatever the title is uh, it's were, both of them both of them yeah so yeah there's also a third name i think yeah, there sure other. is yes. yeah. yeah so um we read that just so he could show us Clue, and that was the, it. Showed all three endings when we did that, yeah. and yeah. then also so he could then spend a week of us just playing the board game Clue. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is <laughs> this is our senior English teacher who pretty much only taught senior English because he didn't yeah. have to do. Anything. I'm pretty sure right. I had the same teacher because we all you had the same yeah, teachers. Yeah. My parents both had the same teacher. <laughs> oh no, different teacher pa- then. My parents had the same teacher. Yes. I did not have that teacher. <laughs> different one. So. I mean, can we tell my favorite story, the Cinderella story? Absolutely, real quick? that so, is also my favorite. story. Really quick, we, of course, we read the very short story Cinderella, so he could show us the Disney Cinderella. We watched several versions of Cinderella. Yes, but we read half of Alice in Wonderland to watch every adaptation of Alice in Wonderland. Wow. Yes, we read Star. <laughs> I mean, I we read Stardust so we could watch. I mean, there was a couple that was like, "Oh, this was actually a good book to read," so that we could watch the movie. Um, but so we were watching the Disney uh, Cinderella. 
and it was skipping because it was like an old DVD or whatever. Ah. And he like <laughs> kept skipping. And he tried to like he's like I don't know how to fix it. And he was like How do we fix it? People, people were like, you can put like toothpaste on it, and that'll like clean it up. I don't and have he's, like, he's like, I don't have toothpaste. And like, well, peanut butter will do it too. And he's like, well, I got peanut butter. So he pulls out the disc, he covers it in peanut butter, and then he starts it up again. And he's like, well, now it's not working at all. And we were like, uh, did you clean off the peanut butter? No. And he was he, like, that's not how it went. <laughs> he was like, no, <laughs> no one told me to clean off the peanut butter. No, he said, he put it back on. And he goes. Well, now it's not working because it's covered in peanut butter. And it was dead silent in the class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we were like, you cleaned off the peanut butter <laughs> first, like, No right? one told me to clean Nobody told me that. And we just like, erupted oh. in laughter. He got pissed and said, class is over. And it was like a half hour before. But then he cleaned it off and, and played it. Worked. And it worked better. <laughs> like, yeah. it did actually work better. But, oh, man, that is the best. So funny. So, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. In that class, I... Uh, beat Pokemon Yellow. I got my best time on Minesweeper. And Joey caught up on a year's worth of sleep. So yeah. I never had this teacher, so that's very yes. funny. Uh, but but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, Clue's I, great. Clue I really is like great. Clue. It is it is an excellent uh, breakdown of like how a who like if you want to learn how to like plot a who done it, that last like the third ending plus like the whole movie is great. Tim Curry does a great performance and it's like every character has their own separate motivation. They're all separately funny. They all have their own things to do. Yeah. And there's an endless amount of jokes that are all... Did it pair nicely with... Because you watched it after you saw Knives Out. So did that make you yeah. like Knives Out more? Or did it... Was I it mean, just, I already loved Knives Out. Right, it's right, just a good yeah. pairing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just... That's, I think that's what really made me itch to, to right, watch right, it again. Yeah, it's like, other than I, yeah. I wanted something that was just funny. But yeah, it was, yeah. it's still funny. It's like the whole cast is, is great. Uh, you have... I, I had an unintentional Madeline Kahn double feature because she's in Blazing Saddles. A wed woes. Yeah. How romantic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Clue. <coughs> but yeah, that was, my, that was my Thanksgiving, and they were all three very good rewatches for me. Great. We did it. it. We did it. We made it. At about the same length as our last Slightly yeah. 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 Super long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if they want to contact us on Twitter, they can go ahead and hop on Twitter and search at... <laughs> NSAOT pod. You, I mean, like, you could just search never on, seen any of this. Hop on, on that Twitter. Hop on Twitter. It's the least toxic website that's <laughs> in the world. That's only slightly and, untrue. And if they want to email us, how would they do that? Email email us at never seen any of this pod at gmail.com. Yeah, do wow. that. Yeah. And if you uh, enjoyed us talking for two hours and 20, mi- 20 minutes. Which, I mean, people did like the last one. Yeah. So. Um, what I mean, do you mean by least, that? I mean, at least have they been of, messaging you? No, like a lot of people downloaded it. At least <laughs> let us know what you thought and uh, give us a rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, follow us on Letterbox, Apple Podcasts, Apple not Podcast. iTunes. It's fine. God, that's gonna take forever. It's fine. No one's <laughs> mad at you for that. <laughs> you get like 15 years of people saying. You know, subscribe on iTunes, and then iTunes is no longer the thing. Yeah. Well, it's like Christmas, and I want to ask for like an iTunes gift card, but it's not an iTunes gift card. But if you say an Apple gift card, you'll get it end up with like the one that only works at the store, and it's like, no, I want the one that goes onto my phone. So why did iTunes go away? What is, what That's is our main problem. All right, listeners, why did iTunes go away? Yeah. Can you <laughs> review us and then tell us in your review yeah. why iTunes went away? Your best guess. <laughs> All right. Well. That's it. This has been another week of never seen any of this. I imagine we will re- be reviewing a movie next week. More than yeah, likely. and yeah. another thing, if if anyone is willing to let us know, we're trying to figure out if this is the better way to do it, or if we should switch or continue like doing these as we're then going to talk about the movie. 
if or if we should keep doing these recap episodes separately. So let us know which one you prefer. If you like us talking for an hour before we actually get to the movie, we would we can keep doing that. But I figure these recap might work a little bit better. So let yeah. us know. Yeah. The recaps are pretty good. Yeah. Maybe if we have less of them, they won't be two and a half hours. Right. But yeah. I mean, depending on how we do it, if we wait to recap exactly. every time, we'll let, we would do yeah. this. So. All right. Well, that's it. That's it. That's it. We will uh, be back next week with another episode of Never Seen Any of This. Bye. Bye. Is this yours? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire.